here's this. The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers, and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. And by the way, you can't catch a cold by standing in the cold rain. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File. This one for Tuesday. As Tuesday, February 27th in the year 2018. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News and current events, we'll do that. We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine, and we'll find many other things to discuss this afternoon. We always do. So take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated a radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. You can follow me on Twitter, at Real Jim. Then send us a text on anything at any time. We will read it. We may use it on the air. That's Real Mobile 77031, powered by David Moss Chevrolet and David Moss Toyota. But on the phones, long distance and toll free, one 978 For those of you in the Metro, 407 916 Four one Mo's here. She has news. Yes, we'll sir. work off that. Jack is with us. Pinkman is here as well. Later in the program, it's Tuesday. What does that mean? Right after the news with Mo, a bonus round of closest to the pin. Your opportunity to win that You Matter business card that guarantees you good fortune for the remainder of your life. Followed by Jack's audio file. We have the regular round of closest to the pin today. Tuesday, of course, it's Fritz on the street at six. We'll find some drive-home music for you, then PPT, person, place, or thing, to wrap things up at the end of the program. Tomorrow, I'm going to get into this in just a couple of minutes or so, but tomorrow, remember late last year, in the beginning of this year, I promised, I said I'd like to at least, uh, once a week, devote 30, 40, whatever minutes every Wednesday at the beginning of the program to Central Florida's opioid-slash-heroin crisis and we're going to begin that on Wednesday. Tomorrow, we have a guest coming in tomorrow who uh, has a, has had and continues to have, from what I can gather, a major problem with opioids and heroin. And I'm going to read you part of his letter. He will not be identified. We're not going to do that. We'll refer to him as Mr. X. But he will come in tomorrow and we'll you know, begin the process or the series of programs as best we can every Wednesday, right at the beginning of the program for 30, maybe 40 minutes, just trying to get a handle what this is all about and talk to people who are associated with this. I did this by design. Uh, we will get politicians in, but not right away because usually uh, what they say, well, here's the problem, but here's what we're trying to do about it. And it's usually they're trying to shine a spotlight, positive spot, spotlight on what they're doing. And I think, first of all, let's just try to get a handle on really what's happening in the Central Florida region when it comes to opioid abuse and uh, overdoses and deaths. I think nationwide, they 
I've come to the conclusion anywhere from 90 to maybe 125 um, Americans are dying every day. That's not just overdosing. That's dying every day from opioid overdoses. I'll get into, I'll get a part of that letter in a few minutes or sometime uh, before the show is over, just to give you kind of an idea of who we'll be talking about, t- talking to tomorrow. Now, uh, Mo will have an update on what the legislature is going through and what the legislature is coughing up and what the governor is doing or not doing as it relates to legislation um, connected to gun violence, of course, connected to the Parkland, uh, Rose, uh, Rosemary Stoneman Douglas High School shooting. Uh, she'll have the latest information on that. But let me get back to something we commented or I commented about this yesterday in relation to the president of the United States. Now, Pam Bondi, the attorney general for the state of Florida, uh, speaking on uh, Fox and Friends yesterday, said, <clears throat> according to press accounts, Attorney General Pam Bondi says she would have entered Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School even without a gun during the February 14th shooting that left 17 people dead. Quote, let me put it this way. When you have a school full of students and your duty is to protect those students, even if I didn't have a firearm, I would have gone into that scene. That's what you do. That's what the coach did, who was a true hero. Uh, let's let's stop with this nonsense, all right? The president of the United States, you don't know what, maybe if you want to say, I'd like to think that I would have. I'd like to think that I would have tried something. Right. But to simply say, I would have gone in there, if I just might add, these are people who are too afraid to show up for town hall meetings. Mm. These are people in Pam Bondi's case who was too uh, too uh, too too afraid to answer questions about why she took money con- uh, campaign contributions from Donald Trump and then wouldn't answer questions about why her office wouldn't prosecute Donald Trump for a sham university. And then she's telling us that she would have rushed in even without a firearm? No, you, no the chances are very good you would not have. This is, you know, I wish somebody would just stay, you know, well, it's not going to happen on Fox and Friends, <laughs> but the president yesterday, you know, he's got 50 governors there. It would have been refreshing if at least one of these governors, I don't care whether they come for a red state, blue state, or something purple, would have stood up and say, ah, just knock that off. Just knock that off. You're a five-time Vietnam dra- a draft dodger, and, and you said you just rush in there. What, are you going to take Rush Limbaugh in there to be your shield? I mean, come, knock, just knock this crap off. This is not, talk to anybody who's been in combat. I am not one of them. Talk to a police officer who's been involved in in a shooting incident. Talk to these individuals. Talk to these students who are in that school. And, 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 and so Donald Trump or and or Pam Bondi, the attorney general, are just saying, I would have gone right in there. I just no, would have gone. Would. No, you would not have. I would, I, would, I would dare say, no, you would not have. I dare say you probably would be running the other way. I think all of us in our, in our own minds, whether it's a fantasy or we like to think to ourselves, geez, I, I'd like to think. I'd like to think that maybe I would have had the courage or the fortitude to do something. I don't know what it is, but I wish I, you know, I, but to say I would have gone in there even without a firearm, that's a bunch of bunk. That's a bunch of happy horse crap is what that is. And it's about time that the uh, that the citizens, uh, you know, if you got any kind of logic and critical analysis, tell these people, no, you would, you know, you would not have. Are you kidding me? If you were there all by yourself. 
You're in the parking lot of Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, and you heard gunfire ringing out. The first thing you would have done was run inside. No, you would. I'm telling you, I am telling you, you would not have. And unfortunately, there's not enough people, there's no one that has the temerity to stand up to these goofballs and say, you're just, you're bold-faced liars what you are. You know in your heart. You don't, at least admit, you don't know what you would have done. Oh, yeah, I just would have rushed right in there, and I, I yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, blankety-blank us off some more, will you please? No. God almighty. Stand up to these people. At least stand up and say, you know, with all due respect, Mr. President, you don't know what you would have done. You know, with all due respect, Mrs. and Ms. Attorney General, you don't know what you would have done. Like all of us, we don't know what we would have done. This is This is so nonsensical. They're all over the place now. You know, they're puffing out their chests, and I'm going to be a hero, and then I'd come out, and they'd give me a medal and a key to the city and a certificate from the chief of police, and, you know, I'd go in there, and I'd wrestle them to the ground, and I'd, I'd, I'd grab their gun, and I'd kick it out of the way, no. you know, and then I'd give them a rabbit punch to the neck, and I'd just take care of business. No, you wouldn't. You'd, for the most part, you'd either be ducking behind a car or running the other way. Because that's what human beings do. Certainly human beings who are not trained. It's a hard enough time for people who are trained to involve themselves in a situation like that. So let's just, let's, just, let's, just, let's just stop this stuff. And if you hear this from any politician, local, state, national, you have every right in the world to stand up and say, I don't think so. I mean, who's, I mean, who's fooling who? All right, let me, there's something else. All right, let me... Uh, Tomorrow, Mr. X will show up, and uh, I don't know. I don't think I have enough time. I'll, I'll, I'll find some time to read this, maybe uh, right after the bonus round of Closest to the Pin, right after four, all right? Because it's a rather lengthy letter. He heard me and Mo and, and Jack and, and Pinkman talk about how he wanted to do this program, you know, every Wednesday, devote 30 minutes, 40 minutes or whatever to the crisis with opioids and heroin that we have in the Central Florida community. And uh, this individual, Mr. X, we'll call him, uh, wrote us a lengthy <clears throat> letter and said, here's my background, here's what's going on. And uh, we decided, Mo decided, that this would be the uh, the best one, best person to start with. And he agreed to come on. He's going to be on tomorrow. But I'll read this letter. Uh, I'll leave out, you know, some personal information. I'm sure that, yeah, he's not going to be identified. We're not going to identify this person. And, uh, and just... You get an idea what uh, what this what this guy's been going through, and uh, hundreds, if not thousands, of people in Central Florida are going through the same thing to a lesser or stronger degree. Take a little break. We'll come back. Mo's got the news, and we'll talk about that, and then that bonus round of closest to the pin at four on Real Radio one hundred four point one. City kicks off the 2018 campaign at home, playing host to DC United March 3rd. Coverage begins at 7 p.m. on FM 96.9, The Game, AM 740, and iHeartRadio. He's got the news that ain't gonna bore ya. There's more to run, there's more to run, there's more to run. From around the globe to around the block, there's something special for ya. Moira, 
Time for the news. Here's Mo. Jim, uh, hey, ho. The NRA has got to go. That was the chant that was going on yesterday as hundreds, perhaps uh, the crowd estimate, maybe thousands of people were in uh, right outside the state capitol in Tallahassee yesterday making calls for reform of gun laws. There were candidates there, of course, but uh, some are speculating that the Florida legislature is trying to run out the clock and do nothing about gun control before the session ends in a couple of weeks. Uh, there are a couple of things that they were talking about in committee today. Uh, there may be votes in the House and Senate in Tallahassee as early as Thursday, but hundreds of Floridians who are not happy with school safety legislation approved by the Rules Committee. Um, it turns out, number one, they did two things. Number one, Jim, they defeated an amendment that would have banned assault rifles. Well, that's no that's no surprise. Really? In Florida? Mm. No. Well, it shouldn't matter because two of the last three big killings, mass killings, have been in Florida. Doesn't matter. It's not, you're not going to get a ban on assault weapons in Florida any more than you get it in Texas. Well, um, the chant then became vote them out. If they're going to vote no on some of this stuff, just keep it their name fresh in mind and vote them out. So that's the next chant that was happening. Uh, so one was assault rifles and the other one was raising the age to 21. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like they're going to vote as early as Thursday, so we'll keep our eyes on that. I'll make a prediction. They will pass legislation to raise the age for the purchase of any firearm to 21. In Florida? Yes. Mm-hmm. With a three-day uh, waiting period. No matter where you get it, or is there still a loophole? No, you didn't have a waiting period for rifles for long guns. So there's still, shotguns. There still won't be one, or there will there be? There will be. Oh, I see. I, I predict they will raise the rate, the age to 21. You want to make a bet, Pinkman? Uh, 21 and a three-day waiting period. No, thank you. All right. <laughs> uh, Governor Rick Scott. Uh, there will be no vote on on, a, on assault weapons, or whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. That's not Yeah, military-style assault weapons or whatever. Not going to happen. Not in Florida. Not uh, yet. This is a long slog. There are other movements that, you know, these things take a while. They're not immediate. They're... Uh, I can't remember the term in political science, something about a cascade. These things, you know, they they get a life. But, you know, these expectations of something happening quickly, no. Mm. I'm just having a real hard time believing that. What? That Pinkman turned down a bet. <laughs> uh, Governor Rick Scott, Jim, wants to get the facts before deciding on the future of the Broward County Sheriff. Republican state lawmakers, as a group, have called for suspending him. This is Sheriff Scott mm. Israel for mm-hmm. his office's handling of the shooting. At Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. But after meeting with the president and other governors at the White House yesterday, mm-hmm. Governor Baldy said he'll wait and see what the outcome is from the FDLE investigation. I guess the smart move. Uh, yeah. Sheriff Israel, who's a Democrat, uh, says the GOP calls for his ouster are politically motivated. I think the but, same thing with Scott Peterson. Wasn't that his name? The deputy? Yes. Who castigated who, you know, he may... Let's just see what they say. Well, I mean, he may have said, look, here's the protocol. You know, they want everybody to go by the book, and here's what they told us to do in a case like, I don't know. I'm not saying right or wrong, but I, everybody's very quick to jump to a conclusion. Mm-hmm. And his defense might, I did what I was supposed to do. You know, then if I'd gone in there and something happened, then you'd be, who knows? Let's so, just take a deep breath. But the 70-plus Republicans in Florida's house mm-hmm. all want the sheriff of Broward County out for inaction. And those are the same 70 politicians who also took 
in action on discussing they wouldn't even the talk assault about it. weapons. That's right. Last Wednesday, yeah. that vote was same it, same seventy guys, right? Same seventy two people. Yeah, yeah, men and women yeah, vote. Well, All Republicans yeah. though. It was a straight party line vote. Oh, the Broward County Sheriff's got a lot of questions to answer. I mean, with the number of calls that came in on this on this individual. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's, that's true. CNN now reporting forty five instances where law enforcement, basically the Broward County Sheriff's Department, was informed of this individual. Yeah, he's got some right. explaining to do. When do you think the sheriff's is gonna be out? You have what? The twenty sixth of March. I think he'll be out with it, yeah. yeah. Within a month. The Broward County Sheriff's Office, though, is investigating why not just Peterson, but three other um, officers remained outside the high school during the shooting. Uh, the department's internal affairs division is, is trying to determine why they whether they stayed outside when they shouldn't have. The statement came just a couple of days after uh, Scott Peterson resigned. Um, that's the high school's armed security officer who never entered the building where the shooting occurred. He thought the, build, the shooting was coming from outside. Uh, when ultimately was coming from inside, and that didn't sit well with anyone. I know Lake County had a big discussion last night about arming teachers. I have that story, absolutely. uh, Which I find ridiculous. If you want more security on campuses, Uh uh, then be willing to pay more in taxes so you can put more cops on the campuses. That You know, start that process. There are other things multi-layered on addressing this problem that we have on gun violence and school gun violence. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, teacher, come on. It says here that... Yeah, we're going to raise your property. See how that goes. Somebody just stand up at a meeting and say, I think it's a good idea to raise everybody's property taxes to support more funds to uh, to hire more deputies and police officers to patrol school campuses and see how that goes over. Members of the Lake County... Huh. Ca- you want to see a revolt. Oh, they'll scream bloody murder. Of course they will. Yeah. Members of the Lake County School Board are the ones considering that controversial proposal you just mentioned relating to the shooting down mm-hmm. south. Last night, they discussed the idea of allowing teachers to have access to guns on school grounds and while some support it there was also a demonstration by both parents and students and teachers who oppose this plan uh the um let's see i'm not uh, a big fan of it myself no no i'm not but mm-hmm. i think as if you believe in home rule so to speak then you allow the local school boards to decide for themselves what they want to do in the district sure uh, well if we if we just go to lake county right away the lake county sheriff's office is now reporting that a threat made yesterday to Eastridge Middle School wasn't credible, credible, but once it got out that there was a threat to the school, only one-third, 30% of the students showed up today. This is the fourth threat to a Lake County school by a student this month, actually since the shooting down south. The threat coming the same day that they talked about this arming the teachers thing happened. Uh, It was yesterday. A couple of kids fit the description um, and a whole bunch of kids heard about it. You know, some witnesses heard about it, and it turns out that only 400 of the 1,200 kids in this particular middle school showed up because once the word gets out, it spreads like wildfire. If there's a threat to the school, whether the sheriff's office deems it credible or not, the keep, parents are I'd, not sending their children. No, I'd keep my kid home, too. Of course. Uh, yeah. Because if, 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 if people are stupid enough, if it's right. a false threat, if they're stupid enough to do something like that, then there's somebody out there stupid enough to pull off the same thing that happened down in, no in Parkland. Let me take a little break. Mo's got more news. Bonus round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. First things first, back to the news. Here's Mo. Mm-hmm. Today is February 27th in 2018. And today, there are two days that share the 27th. One is National Strawberry Day. Strawberries, any way, shape, or form, not no, just no you know, 
All good, right? Strawberry Day. And it's also um, Kahlua Day. National Kahlua Day. Mix the two together and you are good to go. I don't know. What do you mix with two? Uh, Really? Yeah, why not? I never heard of such a thing. Like a white Russian with strawberries. Bud Hedinger likes to drink it right out of the bottle. Stop it. We don't know anything about that. You could put Chambord on strawberries. You cut the top off a strawberry. You put Chambord in there and then Uh a little whipped cream on top. Good to go. Nice time. A court appearance, Jim, by the accused Broward. (laughs) A court appearance by the accused Broward County High School shooter was canceled earlier today. He was supposed to show up for a hearing this morning where prosecutors were going to seek hair and DNA samples from the suspect, but his uh, public defender, publicly appointed defender actually, says he struck a deal with prosecutors late last night to provide those samples so they didn't have to go to court. The hearing was removed from the court docket. His attorney does say that another hearing will be scheduled for tomorrow to determine whether this guy can afford to pay for his own defense. Down in St. Lucie County, the sheriff down there is calling on local gun dealers to voluntarily restrict weapon sales. The sheriff down Uh there, Ken Mascara, believe it or not, is his name. He said the one question he kept getting after the high school shooting in Broward was, How could an 18-year-old buy an assault weapon? So he thought about it a minute, and he sent out a certified letter to all the 84 federally licensed dealers in St. Lucie County and and told them to stop selling semi-automatic weapons to anyone under the age of 21. The police chiefs of Fort Pierce and Port St. Lucie, those are cities, say they also support raising the, he's calling on them to voluntarily restrict weapon sales. The white- county by county you can't do anything. Number one, it's a violation of Florida law. Uh, the municipalities and counties can't set their own uh, gun sale regulations. So if they want to be stricter and say we're not going to sell it to 18-year-olds, they can't make that choice? Privately, well, I think they can make that choice. Mm-hmm. But you can't pass a law in St. Lucie County that says you here, have in Sa- here in St. Lucie County you can't sell right. uh, an AR-15 to anyone under 21 years of age. But so- Acme Gun company can say we're not selling to anyone yeah i think the acme gun store can say yeah they can decide i believe Mm -hmm. or maybe some but i don't know i guess maybe you could make the claim i'm uh, a person of 19 i'm 19 years old uh, no felonies no mental uh health issues and i have a constitutional right to buy this firearm if you're selling it that's true uh it turns out that that's exactly what congress has done which is taken a couple of the pillars of the president's gun reform plan, one of them being that you can't get a semi-automatic weapon if you are under 21, and they have already said, nope, we're not raising the minimum age for gun buyers. So that is a sign, according to Reuters, that these proposals that the president has floated out there will not get very far yet again on Capitol Hill after the deadly Florida school shooting, like they didn't get anywhere after Columbine, like they didn't get anywhere after Sandy Hook. They are not going to move on this, in Congress anyway. Uh, Republican leaders of the U.S. Congress said just about an hour ago they will not raise the minimum age for gun buyers for uh, military or assault-style weapons, semi-automatic weapons. They don't want to get primary. Right. Somebody will be to the right of them, even if they're a right-wing Republican. Voter turnout in primaries leading up to midterm elections is is dismal in this country. And uh, you get single-issue voters and uh, gun rights people, are many of them are single-issue voters, and they show up and they vote, unlike a lot of independents, certainly Democrats, which are uh, not single-issue voters. And they'll go out there and they'll vote for somebody in a primary to kick an incumbent out and win. 
it turns out that the other suggestion the president made, Congress has also said no, and this is his own party, of course. Uh, the second suggestion, well, the first was raising the age, but the second one was um, allowing teachers to be armed. Uh, Congress, his own Republican Congress, has said, you know what, we're not talking about that either. Nope, no thank you. Yeah, I don't know whether that's up to Congress anyway. I think that's up to the states, and it's up to the individual school districts. They say I don't think Congress, what is Congress, what would Congress a federal law that mandates that teachers can be armed. Right. If they want to be armed. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so there will be Look, some this more. this is a low, this, you know. It's what? Everybody has to take a deep breath. Whether it's the civil rights movement, whether it's feminist movement, whether it's the environmental movement. I mean, these things, they begin and they take a life of their own. Now, anybody expecting... I know there's an expectation, but it just does, it just doesn't work that way. This is a, maybe the beginning of a movement that will actually maybe within a few years come to pass, but not immediately. It's not going to happen immediately. It just won't. Does the behemoth of the government just take so long to make a change? Yeah, and it takes it takes a while for this cascade to fall into place where people say, I, hey, I believe the same way, and they become energized to the point Either they change their mind, they become part of the movement. I'll find the term, and 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 take part in this. I mean, these this is the, you know these 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 if you want to call it cultural movements, where this country begins to have a different view about gun violence and gun ownership and gun rights. You know, you don't have an absolute right as it relates to your firearms, and there may it may be the beginning, the germ of a of a of a movement where we'll take within three, five, 10, 20 years, a different attitude as it relates to firearms, but it's not going to be immediate. It just won't. Sure. Uh, Anybody who thinks otherwise, you're living in a dream world. Paul Ryan, Speaker of the House, said he made it very clear this afternoon that more aggressive gun limits, like a ban on those rifles, um, were unlikely to gain any traction this time around. He's absolutely correct. So they're not going to bother with that. They're, uh, as you say, afraid. They're of not people. worried about that. They're not thinking now. Where am I going to be in five or ten years? They're thinking about where am I going to be in two years or at the where end of this year? Where am I going to be in next year? Right, of course. Um, it turns out, um, Paul Ryan. Yeah, he had a big conference. You know, a chat um, in uh, in Washington. And he said, um, basically, what about the call to let qualified teachers carry guns? And he said, leave that up to the local school district. Uh, one uh, influential Orlando attorney, though, says um, while he has been a longtime member of the NRA, he posted a photo of himself um, as he turned over his um, assault rifle or AR-15, actually, to the, to the Orange County Sheriff's Office and posted with that picture a blistering letter slamming the NRA for its response to mass shootings, particularly three mass shootings in Florida Pulse, the Fort Lauderdale Airport shooting uh, the year before and the Parkland shooting just, of course, on Valentine's Day. Uh, retired his uh, membership card and um, resigned, I guess, from the from the NRA. He says that the NRA, this is Charles Gray now, founder of the influential statewide uh, law Mm. firm, Gray Robinson. He says that the NRA is a major stumbling block to passing reasonable legislation to stop the killing of innocent people by military assault. Political scientists refer to it as regime change cascades and essentially what it comes down to is when people see the the status quo as immovable, they tend to be passive. Uh, so if you're thinking on gun control and this and that, if you can't move it, you can't change it, blah, blah, blah. 
uh, they tend to be passive, even if they are themselves dissatisfied. And they may be unwilling to reveal their discontent or to fully admit to themselves what's going on. But once they see others visibly taking a stand, they both gain more confidence in their dissent and become willing to act on it. And by their actions, they may induce the same response in others, causing a kind of chain reaction. It's called a regime change cascade. So whether you're talking about civil rights, the feminist movement, the uh, the environmental movement, the Me Too movement that's just beginning the cascade, the same thing is happening. You can see it in this, in this what do you, whether you want to call them, generation tech or however, Generation Z, I don't know what they're called. Yes. And you will see that as they become voters and, and as they enter the adult mainstream, this thing will cascade, I believe, into something bigger. It's a cultural change, but you can't just snap your fingers and think overnight, okay, we're going to go ban uh, AR-15s. That's not going to happen for a while. It right. may happen, but not today or tomorrow. Well, it happened in 94, but unfortunately they let it expire or whatever. So well, they're going to say, well, look at what happened in Australia. Well, we're not Australia. And we don't have the same background as Australia. And we have a constitution and we have provisions and amendments in the constitution that Australia does not have. So if you think of the United States, anytime soon we're going to have a gun buyback program, that's not happening either. I'm just trying to be a realist on this. I think something, some things are going to change, but it's going to take a while. Thank mm-hmm. you. A teenager, Jim, down in South Florida, who now today threatened to kill some kids. Uh, fellow students had a pipe bomb and other weapons at his Pompano Beach home. They have arrested him, according to the Broward Sheriff's Office. This began to unfold late yesterday afternoon. A 16-year-old boy made a threat while playing an online video game, and a tipster called Boca Raton police about the threat. Um, once they figured out it was the kid actually lived in Broward, um, he lived in, in Pompano Beach, the Sheriff's Bomb Squad, along with representatives of Homeland Security, FBI, they went to his home. They found a homemade pipe bomb along with several weapons. The kid is facing a felony charge. Um, Now, this is since the mass shooting uh, 10, 12 days ago. This is at least the third time that the sheriff's office in Broward County has arrested a young person for an online related threat. So now no one is taking it as a joke. I mean, they're they're going and moving on this. Well, kids are stupid. Yeah, that is true. Well, they think, well, I can get away with this. Because the adults are stupid, and they're not going to be able to track me down. Mm-hmm. Right. A new ranking of the 100 most dangerous cities in the United States includes, surprise, three in South Florida. The list was compiled by NeighborhoodScout.com, a website. Um, I guess it's for real estate. You know, like when you look to move to a new community, how is the crime there? Is it dangerous? So it's based on the number of violent crimes per 1,000 residents, according to FBI statistics. Uh, the number 45 in the nation is Homestead, the most dangerous city really? uh-huh, in the country. Huh. Mi- Miami Beach, number 72 on that list of the top 100. Miami and, Beach. Uh-huh. And Lauderhill is 99th, the number one most dangerous city in the U.S. of A. Uh, based Ooh. on, again, the FBI statistics is Monroe, Louisiana. Just saying. Who would have guessed? Many Americans planning spring ba- break vacations are bound f- for Florida, despite that dangerous city list, based on air and tour bookings, three Florida cities are among AAA's 10 most popular destinations for the month of March. Uh, the eighth city on the list, most popular list, is Miami for spring break. The second list is Fort Lauderdale for spring break. And the number one city for spring break, drumroll please, Orlando. 
What? What? Really? Yep. Number we don't even oh. have a beat. Yep. No backup. Get you got. You here. read that wrong. It's no. upside down. Uh, nope. Turn it over. Uh, that's it. Maybe there. If you're planning a spring break vacation uh, for your family, for your you know your friends, people oh, want that it kind of vacation for air uh, and tour bo- uh, bookings. Not the cool beer chugging vacation. No. Oh, so not the college thing necessarily, but yeah. family. It's Getting all lit. different. It's AAA says the ten most popular destinations for the month of March, right. which gotcha. includes okay, gotcha. spring break. Yeah, yeah. But spring breakers per se, they're not. Uh, Who else has Diagon Alley and Hogwarts and stuff? Other popular destinations for for the month of... Other popular destinations for the month of March include Honolulu, Cancun, Maui, and Montego Bay. By the end of the year, it's likely to cost more to get into Disney World on the most popular dates like March and Spring Break. The Orlando Sentinel reports Walt Disney World CEO and President Bob Iger said that Disney expects to introduce what's called a multi-day peak theme park ticket, and it is expensive. It is supposed to be more expensive than tickets for lower attendance days. Mm. So if you want to go on a peak day, you're going to pay more Mm -hmm. to go on a peak day. It's an effort to even out the crowd. They'll pay it. So you drive people. Well, what they're hoping is that, if, if you go on a lower attendance day, you pay less, so people will sort of even it out. If you must have this day, you're going to pay more. But if you go a day or two before or a day or two after, you may pay less. So they're trying to even out the crowd by charging you top dollar. they got a whole department that's in charge of this kind yeah, of yeah, stuff, Yeah, totally, folks. right? I mean, they got the bean counters back there and the computers. They got they got this worked out. Like, I don't pay that much. You know, they got it figured out. They know they... So- it's like an, an actuarial with the insurance company. You can give them some information, and they can tell you pretty much the year you're going to die. Does that currency come from, like, uh, uh, it, Jack and the Beanstalk days where beans no. were currency? Oh, counted, yeah. Uh, the good old days. I don't so know where they have come a bean from. counter. They were counting beans. Mm-hmm. And was that the currency yeah, at the time? Yeah, that's something at the time. Yes, exactly. SeaWorld says it's the right time to find a new CEO. The theme park Jim company Phillips. announced today that Joel Mamby stepped down after three years on the job. The news came as SeaWorld released its latest earnings report, which showed fourth quarter revenues and attendance were both down from the same period the year before. The company has struggled to restore its public image since Blackfish. the release of Blackfish. That was two things. It was uh, Dawn, whatever her name. Grand Chow. Killed by the killer whale in the documentary Uh Blackfish. Mm -hmm. Which talked about that, but also, don't forget, they came up against you. Oh, yeah, there's that. Oh, man, they just... They don't like (laughs) you anyway. They don't like you. Just saying. They don't like you. Well, they were not very smart when it comes... It's not crisis management, but as soon as they heard me squawking, what they should have done, said, come on down here, let's take you behind the scenes, let's show you what we're doing, blah, blah, blah. And I probably, I don't know if I would have a complete turnaround, but I might have had a better attitude towards SeaWorld. I just never liked the idea of, uh, of you know, sea mammals, you know, acting like circus animals. I, yes. I just never did. Uh, during the day, Jim, uh, today, White House Communications Director Hope Hicks is testifying in the Russia administration. The longtime Trump aide appeared before the House Intelligence Committee today as part of its investigation into Russian meddling in the election. I think she cried. Her interview was initially set for January, yes. this past January, but they kept delay, delay, delay. T- finally. She doesn't look like she's tough enough to handle some of this stuff. I mean, that's a, excuse the sexist <laughs> comment. I just have this idea that somewhere along the line, she's out of her league. Young woman, you know, without a lot of experience in this department. So it's. it's Hello, she worked for Ivanka Trump's brand. Oh, well, that's. That doesn't qualify her Hello. too much. No. That's tough. Nope. Uh, nope. Uh, yep. Nope. President Trump will seek re-election. He's already said. He said today he's going to seek re-election, so he has to name a campaign manager, and he did so today. 
The Trump campaign for 2020 officially announced it's tapping mm. Brad Parscal to run the Trump-Pence 2020 re-election campaign. Parscal was Where? the digital director. Out of Leavenworth? No. <laughs> He's credited with crafting a strategy. Uh, I, yeah. I mean, I'm Boys. serious. Leavenworth, I'll be here all week. Uh, Strike three. <laughs> on 60 Minutes last year, this Parscal guy said the Trump campaign used digital production better than anyone ever had in history. You know, they always do the best of He's ever. He's a genius. He has the best words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they were successful. Pro- seen him profile before. He's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He's... Come on, Hillary. What? You got to visit Wisconsin. Yeah, the cheese people. You know, when you choose not to visit a state, you know, right. you give your opponent the advantage of, you know, especially mm-hmm. in a place like Wisconsin. Right. I was surprised to learn this. Dolly Parton has celebrated her 100th. millionth book donation at the Library of Congress. Today in a ceremony in D.C., in the district, as they call it, Parton said her love of reading spurred her to create a nonprofit imagination library. It's a program that mails free books to one million kids in the U.S., Canada, United Kingdom, and Australia every single month. The Library of Congress announced it's honoring her imagination library with an online monthly story time for kids. But this is the 100 millionth book she's given. She wore a wig. Uh, Yeah. No. Of course. She That's 100% all Dolly. No, she no, wears no, 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 long no, no. sleeves because she has tattoos all the way down her arm. She's uh, wonderful. No, that's Elvira. Uh, nope. She polyamor- is it poly polyamorous. Yes. Yeah, polyamorous. That's many people. I think people's... she's got a secret I don't husband. know if it's polyamorous or whether she's... She's been with whatever his name is forever. Well, that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean she doesn't have... You know, oh, I don't couples think can have arrangements. Maybe they have open marriage. Better not besmirch Dolly's good name. I don't know. People will be on the phone. Like, they ever asked her if she had a girlfriend? Mm, I don't think she talks about that kind of personal stuff. I think she's intimated in some form of fashion that no, she's not going to get into the details. Right, but that's what I mean. Her and Lily Tomlin had a fling, didn't they? No. God, I hope not. During Rap- nine to five days. Finally, rapper Fifty Cent <laughs> is taking. It was Jane Fund. <laughs> Rapper 50 Cent is taking back his claim of having millions of dollars worth of Bitcoin. He took to social media last month to say he'd stumbled on a payment for his 2014 album Animal Ambition that he forgot he accepted in Bitcoin. I love that. This 400 grand he said he got back then would be Mm -hmm. worth somewhere in the neighborhood of $7 million nowadays. But late last week, he changed his tune. 700 million Bitcoin Bitcoins. What? Uh, yeah. It's not it, worth $700 million. $7 million. I didn't say $7 million. million. Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not worth $7 million. It was, $7 million in your in your own mind. It was four hundred grand yeah, when they got okay, it. Sure. And now, right. with the inflation mm-hmm. of Bitcoin, he says it's now set. But now he's changed his yeah, whole story. Yeah, go to store. the pawn shop. I got $7 million worth of Bitcoin. Give me $7 million. They'll say nope. Deal. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Nope. Yeah, TMZ obtained a sworn declaration that 50 Cent, 50 Cent filed in bankruptcy court. Yeah. It clearly states he has never owned a Bitcoin account or any Bitcoins for that matter. Let's do some birthdays. Happy, happy birthday to Chelsea Clinton. Mm. First daughter, you know. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. I'll pass. Oh. I think I'll pass. Oh. Uh, oh, geez, I don't know. 37. On the dot, right? Oh, oh, oh no, 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 no. Sorry, I messed it up. Oh, oh Jack, 38. 38, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. That's tainted and unclean. Yeah, it was totally. Tainted and unclean. All right, I Tainted have three others. Unclean. Let's throw that one out. I was doing, no, we're not oh throwing it gosh. out. You can't take my points away. I did the math because I know she was 13 at some point during their presidency, which was about 25 years ago. Therefore, I came up with 38. I will take. Kapuya! Kapuya! Mm. All right, I was going to throw it out. Here, this let's go this way. Yeah, way to uh, go, Joanne Woodward. 
former oh. widow of Steve. No, of Paul. No, Paul, uh, Paul Newman. Paul Newman. Yeah, isn't and she dead? She was in the Three Faces of Eve. No, she's not dead. She's not dead. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure okay. She's not dead. All right. Well, I will say she is eighty-one. Who's next? Anybody, Jim? Jim, you know it. You want to wait? I'll wait. Uh, eighty-three, eighty-eight. On the dot. No. Me that love. Thank you. Uh huh. Josh Groban. I saw it, but I don't remember it. But because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm an adult. I'll pass. Mm. <laughs> okay. Uh, You're not an adult. I saw his name. I okay. forget the age. Okay. But I'll still pass. Forty-one. Ooh. Dang it. Forty-three. Ooh. Dang it. Forty. Mm, 37. Oh, boy. And, and since, we threw the, <laughs> since we threw the first one out, I do We didn't know. throw the first one oh, out. Yeah, Game that's over. That's so tainted, tainted and unclean. My God. Oh, killed her mic. No, no, no. Turn her off. Oh, is this how it works Awful. now? Awful. We're doing Awful. that? Yeah, yeah you're cheating, Mo. We're back to that. You're how cheating. Howard Hessman from WKRP in Cincinnati, who was Johnny... What? We're back to that? 75. How old? 75. 77. 76. Pinkman, 78. Yay. Wow. Yep, and that's the Lottie Dodge. Just call me Moira. Very good. We'll take a little mad. break. When we come back, a bonus round of closest to the pin. We'll open up the lines. Pinkman will choose one of you at random to play against him. If you win, you get that You Matter business card. That's good fortune for the rest of your life. Upcoming next on Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to win a trip for two to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards is just a few minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From... And now, The Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Yeah, Jet is on the line, going to be playing against Mr. Pinkman is Jet, a male you or said a female? Jet? A male. Jet, by, uh, a J-E-T. male by the name of Jet. J-E-T-G-H-E-T-T or J-E-T? J-E-T. All right. Okay, that's fine. Well, I've got no yeah, problem with that. Cool name, bro. Anyway, Jet will be playing against Pinkman and the bonus round. He's looking to win that You Matter business card, guaranteeing him good fortune. Mr. Pinkman, head to the soundproof booth. We'll bring you back in a couple of minutes to set your handicap. There he goes. All right, Jet, you ready to play? I didn't. I didn't call because I wanted to die. I wanted to call to see if I'm truly alive. Let's play. All right, let's do this. <laughs> Ten questions for you, all He's in jet all the way. And um, just answer to the best of your ability. Speak right into that phone so we can. Here are your answers. A countdown for Jet. Here we go. Here we go in three, mm-hmm. two, one, begin. Jet, a lot of news out of Parkland in South Florida, but Parkland Hospital in Dallas is where they rushed President Kennedy after he was shot. How old was Kennedy when he died? 35. Actor George Kennedy won an Oscar for his role in the movie Cool Hand Luke that came out in what year? 1970. Cool Runnings was a sports movie with John Candy. Candy died at, in what year? 1994. The Snickers candy bar came out in what year? 1938. How many calories are in a one and a one one and a half ounce Snickers bar? Uh, 89. Mars Company makes Snickers, but the planet Mars has how many moons? Two. 
Keith Moon, once a drummer for the rock band The Who, died in what year? 1979. How old is Pete Townsend of The Who? 69. Hulu, the video on demand service, was founded in what year? 2007. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Mo was a crow in Wilson, North Carolina, she would have to fly how many miles to reach Bat Cave, North Carolina? 186. Time. All right. Here he comes. Why Wilson? Who knows? That's where my sister lives. No kidding. Yeah. And I was just picked it off the map. That's nice. funny because I was doing something on their local newspaper last night. All right, there you voting go. for her business. Mr. Pinkman, 10 questions. <laughs> First thing we're going to do is set your handicap. We normally set it at 15, but we allow you to roll the dice. And whatever you roll, the number will take off 15. That, that will be your handicap for today. Oh, what do you got? It's an eight. The hard All right, there you go. Really? Mm. <laughs> yeah, it actually is. Ten questions. Are you ready? Yes. All right, All right. a countdown for Pinkman, please. And here we go in three, two, one, begin. Pinkman, a lot of news out of Parkland in South Florida. The Parkland Hospital in Dallas is where they rushed President Kennedy after he was shot. How old was Kennedy when he died? 43. Actor George Kennedy won an Oscar for his role in the movie Cool Hand Luke that came out in what year? 1971. Cool Runnings was a sports movie with John Candy. Candy died at what age? Or in what year, excuse me? Uh, 92. The Snickers Candy Bar came out in what year? Uh, 1938. How many calories in a one and a half ounce Snickers bar? Uh, 280. Mars Company makes Snickers, but the planet Mars has how many moons? Three. Keith Moon, the drummer for the rock band The Who, died in what year? Mm, 2004. How old is Pete Townsend of The Who? 78. Hulu, the video on demand service, was founded in what year? Uh, 2006. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Mo was a crow in Wilson, North Carolina, she would have to fly how many miles to reach Bat Cave, North Carolina? Um, yeah, 62. Time. Oh, boy. Wow. I love Bat Cave. How Beautiful summers. How come me? I, yeah, just out of curiosity. I couldn't think of anyone. I, I, was, oh, I, I was so it confused. Rhymes. Between Moira and then the, the I, city I just, selected. I just couldn't. <laughs> I didn't want to go to back to Pete Townsend. Then I had to go to England. I just didn't want to do another uh, England. How far from Manchester from Liverpool. Ugh. Were you looking at real estate in North Carolina? I don't know. No, I used to. Uh, my first marriage, her family had a cabin in Bat Cave. Oh. Was Fantastic. It? You talk out, out in the middle of nowhere. All right, here we go. President Kennedy, uh, how old was he when he died? And Jet said... 35. Pinkman. 43. 46. There's Pinky. Uh, cool Hand Luke, that movie came out in what year? Jet said... 70. Pinkman. One-upped him at 71. 1967. Oh, Jet's tied Cool Reddings with John Candy. Candy died in what year? Jet said... 94. Pinkman. 92. Right on the money, 1994. Oh, Damn it. Oh, oh, oh. Snickers Candy Bar came out in what year? Jet said. They both said 38. 1930. Oh, okay. Snickers bar, one and one half ounce. One and a half ounces, I should say. How many calories? Jet said. 89. Pinkman. 280. 215. There's Pinky. Mars Company makes Snickers, but the planet Mars has how many moons? Jet said. (laughs) Two. Pinkman. Three. Two. 
Oh, double points oh, for that yeah. answer. Keith Moon, the I late mean, drummer no. for the rock band The Who, died in what year? Jet said. 79. Pinkman. 04. Off by one, 1978. Oh, boy. I remember that. How old is Pete Townsend of The Who? Jet said. 69 years old. Pinkman. 78. 72. Oh, still Jet. Jet. Yep. Hulu, mm-hmm. video on demand service, founded in what year? Jet said. They were close again, 07. Pinkman. 06. Right on the money, 2007. Oh, oh you are getting your this ass. This guy's good. It comes down to this question. Get it within 25, you went out, right? If Mo was a crow in Wilson, North Carolina, she would have to fly how many miles to reach Batcave, North Carolina? Jet said. 186. Pinkman said. 62. Now Mo would have to fly 290 miles. Uh, Jet gets it and wins handily. I'm sorry, oh. Mr. Pinkman. He spanked you. Good job, Jet. You get that You Matter business card. Congratulations ah. on your good fortune for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Remember, close only Jet. counts in wow. horseshoes, hand grenades. Got creamed on that. He won it the hard way. To the Tomorrow, we will begin the process of uh, paying some attention to the op- opioid and heroin crisis in Central Florida. Tomorrow, our guest will be, we'll call him now Mr. X. We will not identify him. We picked him. He wrote me a letter, wrote me and Mo a letter. <clears throat> After hearing us talk about what we wanted to do, I'll make a long story short. Here's part of the letter. I graduated college in 2000 with two degrees. I never tried drugs in my life besides marijuana twice in college. It wasn't for me. My brother and I raced motocross, dirt bikes. Since childhood, we actually made it to the professional levels throughout our college years. June oh. 6, 2000, I sustained several injuries from a bad motocross crash while practicing for a race after five days in the hospital my orthopedic surgeon told me i was going to need extensive surgery and pain medication long term i was completely naive to the fact at that point in my life that pain meds could even be abused or recreationally taken i soon became addicted the road only went down according to mr x i should have been starting my life career as a professional having just graduated college instead i've had a life so full of ups and downs i eventually turned to heroin when the strongest levels of prescription pain meds no longer worked. I began injecting. I've trafficked narcotics on a rather large level and was the center of an interstate narcotics trafficking ring. My two other closest friends both overdosed and died. My cousin overdosed and died. Numerous other friends have overdosed and died, about 14 of them. I've had so much heartache and pain, I don't even know what normal feels like anymore. As I sit here writing this, I'm still opiate Mm -hmm. dependent. I've been to rehab three times with minimal success. Three months sober was my best. I no longer shoot heroin. I'm pretty stable. I go to a methadone clinic, and I've been compliant there for nearly two years. But it is far pretty much like a zombie. Mm. Uh, You no longer experience withdrawal symptoms, Excuse me. although you still have cravings to feel high, since the methadone doesn't give you a buzz, it zaps all your energy, sex drive, general motivation for work, hobbies, and anything active. You can function, but you are constantly depressed, tired, generally miserable. The most upsetting thing is the people in positions to make changes really are the least qualified. Uh, says here, Jim hit the nail on the head when he said by shutting down the pill mills, they've opened up the pipeline of heroin. Mr. X will be our guest tomorrow. As the Phillips file takes 30 minutes every Wednesday at the beginning of the program to try to get a better handle on what's going on with opioid abuse and heroin abuse in Central Florida. We'll try to do this every Wednesday for 30 minutes at the beginning of the program. Mr. X tomorrow will be our guest. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. 
spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound, the thrill of victory. I have a dream. And the agony of defeat. I got bronchitis. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. I have to go file my tooth. In the meantime, let's hear what's in Jack's audio file. I have to go file my taxes, but I'm going to do this first. File this report. (laughs) Thank you, Mo. Mm -hmm. I think I'm doing that. I'm taking care of the taxes on Saturday. Get that out of the way. You don't do TurboTax? I don't. I have a guy. You know, my situation's uh, complicated. I have an old lady who works. She's like the breadwinner for the family, and so, you know, complicated business. Welcome to the Me Too movement, my old lady. That really goes. Yeah, we have these these tax (laughs) shelters. Say hello to a frying pan when you get home. It is tax shelters. I got to, you know. No, you do. That sounds very complicated. I don't know what any of this means. Okay, that's why I have a guy. (laughs) That's why I drive to that guy. Yep. Um, so anyway, back to today's audio file. It's mm-hmm. the file we're talking about now. Uh, let's start with Jennifer Lawrence. You know Jade Law, right? I do. Coming out, new movie, Red Sparrow. It's yeah. on my list. Star interviewed. Speaking of which, Mo, have you been watching? Have you gotten to the movies yet with your new movie pass? One time. What have you seen? I saw three billboards. Oh, right. Excellent. Yes. Uh, definitely increased my movie watching. Looking I have a forward. question about that. Yes, ma'am. Can I go any city? It's yes. just here. No, any city that has an affiliation with the theater, and you check your app when you're local. Oh, uh, yeah. see, we didn't know what to do. Okay, yeah. you that's, check your app for your theater. That's a good answer. Thank you. Man, you're they welcome. should start paying me for promoting this thing. <laughs> really? Anyway, back to uh, 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 Jennifer Law- Lawrence. She was on the podcast. You, Jim, you're familiar with Mark Marin? Yes. Okay, he was in the. He does a podcast, but he was also in the wrestling show. Wrestling show Glow. Mm-hmm. Glow. Yeah. Thank you very that's much. I got so much attention by interviewing Barack Obama. Yes, that's in right. his garage. In his garage, right? Yes, yeah. that's yeah, where his podcast takes yes. place. Yeah. Then he does some TV stuff. I like him. Interesting I do too. Cat. It's almost as good as I am. Oh, yeah, boy. Here I, we there's go. definitely a, a little same attitude. Yeah, a little bit. I yeah, get, I get it. He seems to have an anxiety thing. I think a lot of these people do. Jennifer Lawrence you have does. to, to be these in this people, business. What these people? Uh, entertainers. Oh. I'm talking about. Uh, what, uh, I know he does. Jennifer Lawrence admits to acting was a way that she was able to deal with her social anxieties. Mm. Um, but here she is talking about. So her family grew up in Kentucky, and they ran a summer camp. Um, they were on vacation. She was 14, gets spotted by a talent agent. Nice. Mom doesn't believe it, this and that. So, you know, they go back to Kentucky, but they convince her to let her audition. So she talks about living in New York at 14 what? on her own. Kind of bizarre. Yep. Wow. Um, I had this landlord that would try to, like, unscrew my locks with screwdrivers and be like, why are you not in school? And I'd, like, call the police. Really? Yeah. Uh, my brother came out with me, but he was, like, 18. We were both like, we're going to die. Um, you were both in New York. You were 14 Yeah, or I was 15, 14 and my brother and was 18. 18. So yeah. your mom and dad sent him up there to well, watch Well, my mom you? and dad had to run the camp. And then as soon as the camp was over, my dad came, you know, was like, uh-huh. you, you have to come up. back to Kentucky now. She did a lot of acting, you know, uh, church plays, school plays and stuff, but... It's one of those, I think, spotted on the street in New York, you know, and then it's an agent and the parents are like, okay, yeah, we don't believe this guy. But yeah, sure enough, she's kind of uh, forged a little career for herself. I was she's very good, filthy, rich, talented, no question about that. Cute as a button. Beautiful. Attitude. I love, you know. And she's the, got a very, you know, she's got a strong attitude. Strong, sarcastic. It's funny. funny School stuff. dropout. Now, um, I saw that interview with 60 Minutes and I'm thinking, now, how many middle school kids are y'all yakking at their 
parents. Well, Jennifer Look Lawrence dropped out. Oh, I, I did not see that. In, I have that recorded. I'm going to have to watch that. It was yeah, during don't the let Olympics. your kids see it. Because no? Okay, thanks. Nope. Thanks for the heads up there. However, remember she was part of the fappening. Remember that was the that bulk uh, data download, right. that hacking yeah, yeah. of new photos. Her yep. naked pictures were released without her consent. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, you know, she has been seen more than she had hoped to be seen mm-hmm. at that point. However, now she's talking about the new movie that may contain some nudity. Those. It's okay. I'm naked in the movie, so please go. You're naked in the movie? Uh, yeah. That's, this, is, this is the pitch? Men are going to, this is, yeah. <laughs> it, I'm naked. There's boobs. And you agreed to there's it. There's murder. You, yeah. I agreed. <laughs> it would be a much different you're, you're, conversation. You're naked on purpose. Yeah, I'm consensually nude. <laughs> So there you go. If As you she did. said on 60 Minutes, if you don't like boobs, don't see this movie. Oh, lots <laughs> of boobage in this thing? Yeah. Well, not lots, but at least I, a little. I didn't even, I was ready to see it before I knew that, you know. And now it'll be, you know, you don't feel dirty looking at her naked because, you know, she's cool with it. As opposed to the other pictures, she's like, ah, you don't want to look at something that's been hacked and stolen. I don't know. I'm thinking released. about her looking, I'm thinking about her being naked and I'm feeling dirty. <laughs> <laughs> right now good <laughs> i really am i'm sorry Catherine. i'm feeling dirty right now uh, i'm right. thinking about you though baby mm. think about you naked oh, i'm really feeling dirty all right so i, I got a little test for you okay. mo you got a pen in your hand i do can you write Smooth. this down i can thank you s a o i r s e i r s e oh that's that girl's name yeah pronounce say or it. say Say or say. Cool say, name. Say or say. I Ronan. Think it's say or, yeah. That's okay. a girl from. That, Ipanema. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. From Lady, Lady Bird or something. Wasn't she from Lady Bird? Right. Oh, yes. that's another one on our list. Too. I have that on the list yeah. too. Yeah. Um, so here's the deal uh, with the name as we just spelled. Uh, it's got a lot of letters. It does have vowels. a lot of letters, yeah. and it is the common question How in her interview. That? She's making the round, so. Of course, you know, every interview, it seems to come up so much so where we now have a YouTuber has collected all of the similar questions from these interviews and kind of compiled them. How do you with your name? Saoirse. How do you pronounce her name? And it's Saoirse. It's Sarah Sharon, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's how you say it. Because yeah. people do get it wrong a lot. People don't always get the name right, do they? S-A-O-I-R-S-E, which is a lot of vowels. What's the most mispronounced? What's the worst life? pronunciation of your name you've ever heard? What's the worst butchering of it you've ever heard? Suarese, Cherche, Smerche, Suarez, Cersei, Sarah's, Skersha. What is it? It's like Shade. And yeah, then what's yeah. part yeah, in those Harry Potter books that nobody gets right? Hermione. Hermione, that's a common well, name. Yeah, but I don't know. For no. me, I read the books, and like after the third book or so, and then I saw an interview with J.K. Rowling where she says it, it's like, oh. Oh, oh okay. And I, I, I think. Harmonica. Uh, I think. <laughs> no. So how is it ultimately pronounced? Sersha. Right? Sersha. And they said it in the beginning, didn't How do you with your name? Yeah. Sersha. Sersha. How do you pronounce Sersha. her name? And it's Sersha. Sarah Sharona, isn't yeah. it? See, Sersha. Sersha. It's a legal term. Sir. Yeah. Oh, wait. Sersha. Yeah. Sersha. Aha. That doesn't look like Sersha. says you. But everyone, I mean. I would say Saorse. But that's obviously wrong. Sersha. What's with her parents? He had extra letters in the in the bag at Scrabble. What? Well, here's the deal with unique names. I mean, it's Armenian. When you grow up, 
Oh, that's good. It's kind of problematic, mm-hmm. you know, because kids are mean. People can't pronounce it. And then, you know, when you grow up, then you kind of, I don't know, it's neat that you have a unique name. For me, Jack, growing up, was not a lot of fun since every single nursery rhyme. They mispronounce it? Contains Jack. Oh, of course. So I've heard all of the Jack Spratt, all of the Jack and Jill, all of the nursery rhymes growing up. But then, you know, as you grow into your name, and then it's like, I like the fact that my name is Jack. And it, it wasn't John converted to Jack. It was, you know, Jack from the... From the go, from the jump. That's right. Yeah. She, she's Irish American, so maybe it's Gaelic. Sersha. Sersha. Yeah, like Siobhan. S I O B A N. H A N or whatever. Yeah. Yes, yes. Sioban. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what they're doing with our language over of, there. A lot of letters. Sersha. Sersha. <laughs> all right, here's some video. Sersha, meet Olive. This is a show I don't normally watch. I think Mo might come across it uh, every once in a while. Um, it used to annoy me, but there's something about the... these two characters that oh, now I kind of heckle and Jekyll appreciate. No. Close. Amy said Andy. Okay. Take heckle and Jekyll and throw in a bottle of Cabernet. What do you have? Oh, the Ooh. housewives of Trump. Nope. Heckle and Jekyll. Nope. Hoda and Kathy Lee. Oh, <laughs> I don't watch that. No. Nope. point. <laughs> I do not watch that. I can't stand it. Really? Nope. Because... I, I ended up, I, I, I had this audio, and then I'm like, well, let me watch the video. And I was laughing out loud through the video, so I had to post it because it's, I guess, a feature that they're doing in their show called Raising the Stakes, uh-huh. and it's Kathy Lee and Hoda getting outside of their comfort zone. So where they decided to go outside of their comfort zone yes. is singing. And they did, they set it up so they did a blind audition on the voice. Well, that's not outside of Kathy Lee's not comfort hers, zone. Not hers, but because, Hoda. And uh, boy, can you hear it. So they they rigged it so they sang as a duet on the voice to see if they would spin their chairs around. Oh, so <laughs> take a listen here. You just called out my name. Okay, so yeah, oh. Kathy Lee definitely has the singing ability there, yeah, yeah, right? Sure. But so at the end, Kelly Clarkson turns around, and her reaction causes all the others to turn around, and they have a good laugh. But it was definitely it was funny and worth watching. Catch that video on our website. What I do know, what is don't that you like about them? I, I hmm. just don't like them. I don't. Winos. I don't. I think they're yeah. Kathy Lee get a little. Uh, She's a little full of herself. Yeah. And and that Hoda, just a little uh, FYI trivia point here go on ahead, Hoda. Go ahead, go ahead. Hoda is the biggest fan of Blake Shelton. Yes, from the Voice. As a matter of fact, she named her dog Blake Shelton. Just saying. Yeah, they mentioned that in the video. So when they had to pick a coach, when they all turn around, you think she would pick Blake Shelton? Oh uh, yeah. I think they're going to try curling next. Oh boy. <laughs> because get out we... of their comfort zone. Oh, they. <laughs> Why not? You know, it, it for you, that is. It's going out, right? Just going out is out of your comfort zone. Right. So you're going out, you're doing something. Oh, why? Doing bother? something with a group? No, nah, that's out of your comfort zone, too. Oh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Ugh, can't think of anything worse. Nope. Hanging out with a group. Nope. Certainly not us. Be one of those people in cruise lines. That'd be one of the people going overboard. Oh, that's something out of your comfort zone. Going on a cruise, period. I wouldn't go on a cruise. I know you wouldn't. Won't, never will. 
Just saying. You want to, uh, you, We now have a list of things out of your comfort zone. There are plenty of things I can I can do by myself or with my wife. I don't need a lot of people around. No, well, that's, was, not, that's in your comfort zone. But that would be interesting. Yeah, it's my comfort zone. My Each comfort, week. I know what my comfort zone is, and it's not being around a lot of people. Every week, do something out of your comfort zone. Why? Well, because then we have something to talk about that's not Donald Trump. I don't think so. I've done a lot of things out of my comfort zone. That's why I remain in my comfort zone. What? <laughs> doesn't make any Sound sense. Sound logic. Sure I don't does. know. I I've think done that... a lot of things that I decided I don't like this, and I don't want to ever do it again. I don't want to be in this situation oh, again. See. So I know. Here's what I like. Here's my comfort zone. Not going out of it. There's no reason to. Doing the same Hi, old thing. I'd like to go out there and make myself uncomfortable. That's a lot of fun. It's personal growth, Jim. People think of it as personal yeah. growth. You don't have to worry about my personal growth. Nobody's worrying about it. Well, you are. Oh, not really. All right, then don't worry about my comfort zone. <laughs> Sorry, Jack, I tried. No, you know what I got out of that? Mm-mm. We got a promo. <laughs> because oh. it was just around and around and around. And now we're back to I'm not doing I'm not doing that. That's right. Yeah. We may not get a, a weekly topic. We may not get Jim taking on the world, but we do have a new 30-second promo Excellent. for the show. So we'll we'll take what we got and we'll move on. Uh, so Jim, one of the things you have talked about, uh, recently is the Missouri governor. Yeah. You know him, uh, Eric Greitens. That's Eric Greitens, Navy SEAL. Uh-huh. Real Married up kids. Up in the Republican yeah. Party. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Married kids and apparently was cheating on his wife, but before he was elected. That's right. With his mitri- mistress, allegedly. Took some photos of her, uh, oh, yeah. partially clothed or mostly naked, uh, to be able to use as blackmail for his lover to not reveal their relationship. Right. He tied her to exercise equipment and blindfolded her, I think, in a compromising position. Yeah, I said, you'll never mention my name. Mm-hmm. Or I'll let these pictures And then she come. spilled the beans to her husband. She, you know, had the natural guilt thing. And so uh, that's, where it start- that's where it started coming apart. Well, guess what? what? Now, now it's a thing. Oh. What is that? Well, uh, well, there's you have the investigation. It could lead to his impeachment, mm-hmm. which is you know rare for a governor. This uh, here is Missouri House Speaker Todd Richardson. I've asked the committee to begin its work uh, this week, and I've asked Chairman Barnes to be here today uh, to talk a little bit about the opening stages of his committee's work. This guy was so full of himself, he made a lot of enemies, including many in the Republican Party. There's no love lost there in the Republican Party with this guy. He will be impeached huh? if he doesn't resign first. Well, first, Jim, we must investigate. We have Representative Ooh. Jay. Well, Pinkman will bet. No deal. Representative Jay Barnes is heading up the investigation. This committee's task is going to be to investigate facts. We're going to do so in a way that is fair, thorough, and timely, and we're going to do it without any preordained results. Impeachment is a political process. You have you know, not right. necessarily abused your power, but you brought disrepute to the governor's mansion by all this nonsense. Time for you to go. Sorry. Boy, I bet he just said, and said man, I was really, you know, he, he had presidential he had yeah, aspirations. Yeah. I mean, good looking man, Navy SEAL, all that stuff that goes, the governor, and then nope. all of a sudden. Comes to, oh. That house of cards came right down Ladies, on Ladies, don't get your photo taken. Just, just say no. I mean, just. Mm. It well, didn't sound like she had a lot of if options. If she was blindfolded and tied up, I just, well, I don't know. Sure yeah, much... but I don't know whether. Hey, let yeah. me take a photo. Uh, yeah. You know, in uh, some type of uh, bondage. You know, but it likes a little pain with your pleasure. Bail. <laughs> 
Well, Jim, we started with the the funny stuff, and now uh, you know we have moved into the serious and uh, with the the news of the Parkland uh, shooting just two weeks ago. Yeah, uh, it's still in the news, mm-hmm. and uh, the latest uh, involves a a basketball player. I'm sure you guys are familiar with the name Dwayne Wade. Uh, back with the Miami Heat, he's a guard there, very popular player, including uh, uh, he was one of the favorite players of the Stoneman Douglas High School student Joaquin Oliver, one of the 17 victims who died on February 14th, and so so much of a fan that his parents decided to bury him wearing his Dwayne Wade jersey, oh. and that news got to uh, D. Wade, and here he is talking about it. I don't even know the word, you know, for Like I said, like I retweeted on Twitter, I said, you know, you're going to make me cry. It's, it's emotional even thinking about that, um, that his parents uh, felt that burying him in my jersey was something he wanted. A lot of, uh, you know, heartfelt and heartwarming stories coming out mm-hmm. of the incident. and mm-hmm. uh, You know, it, where we see the worst in people, sometimes uh, we see the best. Not specifically mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade there, but some of the other stories with the with the families and, and things out in Oh, they'll come Parkland. out of the woodwork. They will. Uh, they uh, they heap a lot of abuse on the families of uh, these children who were gunned down in the school. Just ask the parents out of uh, Sandy Hook. I mean, just the meanest, most vile. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that comes from. I mean, you know, whether they're buying into a conspiracy theory or, or just saying nasty things about the children who are gunned down. I mean, it's just and it's, it's one just of those things. I, I don't understand it. it. It's a sick mind. It's it's the dark side of of social media it and is. the aspect where we saw it, you see it when it, it comment sections. I mean, you have the joke of whale butt seventy nine. You know, always you know just the comment section on any uh, uh, you know article because they have yeah. that that invincibility that wall between them and well, their victim. They don't see their too. victim yeah. that anonymity and so you know social media gives that to people and. I think it's just, you know, coarsened relationships between people and emboldened people to say the most outlandish thing. My wife told me a story, uh, uh, you know, it it was she she ran into a friend of ours at, you know, she was at a store talking to him, black individual. They were talking about, uh, you know, the representation of black people in media. And this woman comes up to them and says, excuse me, I'd like to I, I heard you guys talking. And I just thought, you know, why is it that, you know, when black people like they win an award, they have to thank they do it for other black athletes. Why can't they do it for everyone? And talking about why the minorities feel the need to represent and point out they're representing a minority. So and it was just, you know, my wife was a little at shock. You know, it just it's one of those things. Okay, let let's just not deal with any of the uh, the problems of the past. Let let's just move on. And my wife explained, well, if you know, if you dealt with some of the things that you know, uh, people who have been discriminated against for the course of their life and their ancestors have, it's not easy just to oh, let's just forget it, never acknowledge it again, and move on. Especially when it's you see it in the what troubles how people me the most treated. is that someone was eavesdropping and then decided to insert themselves into the conversation. And it's that, and that's the point I'm bringing up here is how uh, people are emboldened now to just to you know chime in, chime in, at, and with something that was just so kind of racially charged and really and and the person with her just kind of my, my wife said he just kind of he just got real quiet and it's just like you're shocked that people are saying well you know you should know your place 
You know, it, you know. It, let's just accept it. You know, best you know, responses. Yeah. You don't get it, do you? Yeah. That's well, all. My wife tried to do it with an analogy, and, and 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 I was really proud of the way she handled herself. And and it's just one of those things where it, it was just like, oh. And and then the, and the person, our friend, she was talking to he he kind of contacted know. me separately and kind of just was. She may have come out so, so, so she may thankful. come away with yeah. a different uh, yeah. understanding. I mean, you know, and that's how my wife would do it. I would probably get more. Uh, this is not this loud. Is not new. Yeah. People have been sticking yeah. their nose in other people's business. You know, I mean, it's just this is what some people do. And maybe yeah. you know, if you look on it positively, maybe yeah. she came back. If she came out of yeah. it and went home and said, "Geez, uh, you know, I never thought of it that way." Who knows? You know, the worst thing you, you know. Yeah. Well, I get angry. I mean, you just and she did. My wife, she was more saddened. You know uh, that that someone could be you know so. Uh, clueless to the the suffering of others and really dismissive of their plight and really kind of annoyed at the fact that they want to you know acknowledge that and champion that but uh you know that's my time yeah and, but do you think yeah. she was really doing them or do you think that she just was trying to you know she maybe didn't articulate it very well but was she trying to come to a better understanding of i don't know i just I mean, if she if she went upset, I couldn't help it overhearing it. But what is it with you, black people, always you know mentioning other black people? Yeah. You know, I just don't. And it's the tone. Yeah, it, I mean, if there's a tonal quality. There's an attitude that goes into it. You have to pick up on that as right. well. Maybe there was a. I'm not saying, but you could maybe you could ask: Was there a genuine inquiry into? I just don't understand. It seems to me. I, uh, or she just wanted to express her opinion, right? And Probably. it was, and it and it had to do with a, an athlete who was, you know, uh, representing uh, other black athletes and, and talking about that. However, uh, my wife felt that it was uh, just really harsh, and mm-hmm. both my wife and the person she was talking to separately talked to me about this. And uh, you know, I, I trust <laughs> a lot of this goes the on with white people because yeah. white people are deathly afraid because of a change in demographics. As we become more of a black and brown society, they're deathly afraid they'll lose power. And once they lose power, they'll be treated the same way that they treated people of color for hundreds and hundreds of years in this country. Thank you, Jack. Good job. Oh, by the way, I'm sorry. I had a presidential audio of him saying what he would have done in Parkland, including the three talk show hosts talking about it. But oh. maybe maybe later today if we have time. Oh, okay. It's a Phillips file oh, on Real Radio 104.1. Check the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A tattoo artist has tattooed his whole body including the whites of his eyeballs in order to look like a character in a Picasso painting. Oi mate the nutter went proper mental and turned himself into a painting he did. Next, the Vatican is scheduled to hold conference after demands for exorcism spike. I think real radio can solve this easily. Jeff Howell was in The Exorcist. Finally, a man named Elvis Presley is running for Congress in Arkansas. Why run for Congress when you can just be king? Ha. Huh. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. Real Radio Orlando on Facebook. Brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting seacoastbank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. From... You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio.
question, can you get sick just from being cold, like sitting in an overly air-conditioned room or going out without a jacket or going out into a cold rainstorm? And the answer is... Nope. Nope. You can only get a cold from a cold virus. Yep. Now, your immune system might be compromised otherwise, but you cannot get a cold unless you are uh, unless you get the virus. Suggest, research suggest, suggests that low humidity, indoor humidity, may promote the transmission of flu. Oh, yeah. Ew. With high humidity, flu viruses expelled in a sneeze, for example, tend to attach to water molecules and may drop out of the air before they can trigger a new infection. Yeah. In a dry room, those flu viruses often continue to float around until they reach their next victim. Yeah. Talking about Pam Bondi, she's the attorney general for the state of Florida. Uh, she, like uh, the president yesterday, said that she would have gone into the high school in Parkland in South Florida, Broward County. Oh, she too. She would have run in there even if she didn't have a firearm. Blah blah blah. And that's a just a ba- that's just a gigantic pile of happy horse crap. And anybody who tells you that, you you, you, you ought to have enough to say. No, you you'd like uh, to nope. think you would, but you're de- de- you're, def- you're definitely say no. You you have no number one. You How have no you idea know? what you would do. Right. And uh, if you think about it, maybe we've, well, geez, I'd, I'd like to think that maybe I'd do something. But to be honest, I don't know what I would do. Mm. Standing out in the parking lot after, uh, you know, giving a whatever at, uh, at this high school in Parkland in South Florida. All of a sudden you hear gunshots ring out. You're going to, where are they coming from? I'm going in there right now. That's what the president said yesterday. Here's, a, fi- here's a five-time Vietnam uh, draft dodger, four college deferments, then one with bone spurs. And well, he's got bones first. How he how's he going to run in and do anything? And then Pam Bondi's got to run in. She has no training whatsoever. Come on, please, come on. Just we got to stand up to these people. Did she repeat it just because he said it? I have no I idea. Think... She was on Fox. Uh, no, she. I think she said it before he did. She was on Fox and Friends. You don't know until morning. you test it. But I think I I really believe I'd run in there even if I didn't have a weapon. No, you wouldn't. That's such a bunch of crap. Have you ever seen? You know, I wish one all? of those governors would have just stood up yesterday. Somebody said you're full of crap. You know, with all due respect, Mr. President, I mean, what's well, the worst you can do to me? Kill me? They would have been asked to leave, of course. Well, one governor did stand up and uh, when he was talking about the issue and he uh, talked about arming teachers. And he said, and fr- he stood up and he said, I frankly, I think there needs to be a little more conversation about this and a little less tweeting. I agree. Ah! And then you saw hey, the he- president stand there and, he, you know, if you, if you understand anything about body language, the president's arms immediately crossed yeah. over uh-huh. in front of his chest. That's a defensive move. That's purely defensive. Yeah. He didn't like what he was hearing. But nobody, nobody said, Mr. President, just let's stop doing Cut this. Because you don't know what you would do. We don't know what we would do. Nobody knows what they would do. Yeah. Do you want to hear the late night trio on the matter? Yes, I do. Oh, right, here you go, Jim. Oh, let's see who gets it. It's our competition. Moira keeps score for yes, the I year. Do. We're uh, we're still waiting to hear back from last year's winner, Mr. Pinkman. However, here are three. It's Trevor Noah. Oh, I uh, don't even have him on the list. Uh, Stephen Colbert, Seth Myers. Well, let's see who gets the point on who said it best. And the topic is... President Trump uh, saying he would would rush in. Here you go. Mm -hmm. If Donald Trump ran into a school during a shooting, I do believe he would actually stop the shooting. Yeah. Because imagine you're a school shooter and Donald Trump appears in the hallway. (laughs) How distracting would that be? Just be like, that's right. It's me, Donald Trump. I don't have a gun, but what I do have is an amazing electoral college victory. Look, sir, sir, we already know how you react to combat situations. You got five deferments from Vietnam. What are you going to do? Run in there and stab them with your bone spurs? 
President Trump said, I really believe I'd run in there even if I didn't have a weapon. I gotta say, I find it hard to believe Trump would voluntarily run inside a place of education. <laughs> Trevor Noah's got a point. Trevor Whoa, Noah's now really? on the list. Yeah. Trevor Noah now has a point. He's new yeah, on the but... list, and now he's tied for, uh-huh. I don't know, tied. They're all tied, Jim. It's well, early, early in the in year. The year. Yeah. <laughs> points. Well, yeah, Wait. last year's winner was Conan O'Brien. So uh, Sorry, it's uh, Jimmy Fallon now has two, oh. but uh, at one, tied for, is a four-way tie for second place. Mm-hmm. Conan, Seth Meyers, Colbert, and uh, Noah. Trevor Noah. So if the competition ended today, they would all get silver. That's Mr. Right. X will be silver. our guest tomorrow at the beginning of the program, right at the beginning of the program. At three tomorrow, we're going to start a series of reports once a week, 30 minutes devoted to the opioid and heroin crisis in Central Florida. We'll kick that off tomorrow at three with Mr. X. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to win a trip for two to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards is just a few minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. Time shakes. All right, it's the Phillips File. It's a Tuesday edition tomorrow, Wednesday edition tomorrow. We'll begin what I talked about late last year, a little bit earlier this year, about what I wanted to do on Wednesday, just for 30 minutes every Wednesday for this year, my last year here. I do believe at Real Radio. God only knows where I'll be after uh, this year is over with. But uh, be that as it may, we're going to have to pay attention to the opioid and heroin crisis in Central Florida, which is going to take 30 minutes out of our schedule every Wednesday, starting at 3, right off the bat, and uh, and focus on this problem that we have in Central Florida. We're going to try to stay away, at least for the time being, from politicians. Politicians usually, it's been my experience over these many years, that they usually, they'll say something about a problem and then try to spin a positive aspect about what they're trying to do to make everything better, and it just becomes very annoying to me. So tomorrow, starting at three, right out of the right out of the shoot, we will talk to. We're not going to give his name away. We will not identify him. We've made that promise, and there's no reason to identify him. Mm-hmm. So we will refer to him as Mister X. Mister X has had uh, a many, many, many years of uh, of problems with. Uh, opioid and heroin abuse all starting really from a motocross accident that he had injury yeah and uh prescription drugs that were uh, for his pain and he got hooked into these things and it's just been a life of uh, of misery for him he's a college graduate graduated in college with two degrees i might add in 2000 but after this accident this motocross accident uh his life has not been easy and uh, went from prescription drug addiction to heroin to this and that. He's on methadone. He says that's no great shakes. And on and on it goes. So we'll try to, you know, if we need to, if we need to expend, uh, extend the minutes that he's on the air tomorrow, we'll do that as well. But right now, we'll just try to get, just try to get 30 minutes in and uh, lay the groundwork and see where we are in Central Florida when it comes to this crisis. Nationwide, there are predictions, I I read, anywhere from 90 to 125 Americans per day are dying from opioid and heroin overdoses. That's that's dying. That doesn't count the number of people who are 
have an overdose but uh, but are rescued who live through the process. So mm. try to get a handle on this. I, I have a sneaky suspicion. I haven't read a lot about it in the state of Florida locally lately. But again, I just have this general idea that things are just not very good overall. I don't think Orlando, Metro Orlando and Central Florida is much different than the rest of the nation. The rest of the nation is gripped uh, by this crisis and uh, for various reasons, by the way. <clears throat> and we said at the time when they, you know, we were one of the first, along with the uh, newspaper, to pay attention to the pill mills. We were the ones who began to focus attention on pill mills in this community. Then it kind of went statewide. Not just us, but other media organizations. And then law enforcement cracked down on the pill mills. And we said at the time, something's going to take its place. We said that at the time. I said, bet a bottom dollar. They're going to crack down on these pill mills and something will take its place. People will come in to fill that void. Why? Because people are addicted. And they just don't want to go through the process. Just can't stand the process of withdrawal. We're going to get a better idea about withdrawal tomorrow with Mr. X. I think that's part of the problem as well. People say, eh, just stop. Yeah, it's just like cigarettes. No, just no. stop. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't think it's like that. And uh, we'll get a better idea about that tomorrow when we interview uh, Mr. X about his experiences as they relate to his problems that he's had with the prescription drugs and heroin as well. He's had. Uh, let me get the letter here. He's had um, relatives who have died from overdoses. 14 friends yeah. who have overdosed mm-hmm. and died. And he went on to say in the letter to Mo, and passed on to me, I've had so much heartache and pain, I don't even know what normal feels like anymore. So we'll begin that We'll give it, begin that series tomorrow. It's a heartbreaking journey when you talk to him. You know, it, it sounds like he has been struggling on this journey, trying to figure out how to make it work, and it's, it, it is certainly not easy. Anyway, so we'll begin that. And by the way, if you have any suggestions, either about people who you think might be a good idea to be interviewed or make an appearance on the program, be sure to email Mo. Keeping a file on this. Like to stay away from the so-called experts for a while, the, the politicians for even a longer while, because mm-hmm. they have an agenda. I'm not saying they're not trying to, you know, get involved and do some good work in this arena, but many times it's, hey, look what I'm doing, and don't forget my name. Come uh, come election time, find a lot of that going on. So we'll we'll stay away from them for a while. Anyway, what else is happening? Jared was denied um, his security clearance, and now he won't get any briefings. I said, do we have a bet on Jared? And yeah, I said, what they'd move back to New York by the end of the year or by, Thanksgiving? No, uh, no you by said Easter. Melania would move back. You said she'd move back uh, by Thanksgiving, but you said that Jared and Ivanka Uh-oh. would move back by Easter. <laughs> oh boy, we're getting close. Don't you owe me a dollar? What? No. I thought there was a bet. I thought Jack, you mentioned a bet had come in. Oh. Wasn't there something else? Mm-mm. There was something yesterday I gave you a dollar for. Yeah, you paid. He did. I think we're we're up to date. I think. Yeah. Outside of that, it was the you had the missile launch in the Olympics. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, that that's the one I paid on. Yeah. And a beer buckle, a beer buckle holder, beer holder <laughs> belt buckle go over oh, last night. You went downtown with that thing, right? <laughs> yeah. It's a couple awesome. of people. I saw the uh, the um, twi- uh, the, the tweet. video. Yeah, or whatever. And I think a lot of people said, "What the hell is that? Looks like a clamshell you're opening." <laughs> it's a it's a belt buckle that opens and the, the buckle flap flops down, down and a ring comes up. And you can put your, you know, bottle whether it's a soda or a bottle or, of beer or whatever, yeah. and your hands free. Oh yeah, it was awesome. I would, I would walk in holding my beer and go, 
oh no, my phone is ringing. Whatever will I do? And then I flip the buckle down and put the beer in it and then pretend to answer Look my phone. Look at me, yeah. Look at nice. me. Nice. That's sweet. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. What, People love what it. What were you drinking today? What was what, that called? Uh, that was soda water. Is it, was it bubbly? It was bubbly Why? soda water burping? with lime. Well, I, I want to know how to caption my Instagram post of him with his bubbly soda can oh, 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 uh, I see. in his belt buckle. I got that bubbly. <laughs> there what you are go. you, Don Lemon now? Yeah, that one's for free. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's probably yeah. one of the greatest gifts I've ever received. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> so America on it. Yeah. Not America, but Just America. M-E-R-I-C-A, America. And three it's... B's or two B's in bubbly? Three. U-B-B-L-Y. <laughs> and it's made in America. And... No, it's made, made in America. To, it's made yes. to order. Oh. And it's the Ooh. most patriotic belt buckle in the world Ever. it's a real conversation piece i guess that's they true put it on my coffee table for when people come over while we were- come over you wear and i say dude what's going on with the belt the america belt buckle you say watch this boom plus added bonus of looking like i won a rodeo championship that's true because you have a big big ass <laughs> yes. silver buckle it's about right. that size yeah it's gigantic anyway i just posted a picture you see it on my twitter at yankee jack <gasps> oh what else is that? What's the latest with the legislature and guns? Uh, they may take guns. a vote on thir- as early as Thursday. What, raising the age? Third day. Yeah, uh, on the, the ban of assault weapons. That looks like it's going down in flames. That's not going anywhere. I'll uh, tell you that right now. Nope. And uh, oh, arming teachers and um, raising the age. So those are the things that are still pending. Uh, yeah. If they pass a law... In the state of Florida that says, state of Florida yeah. hereby allows public school teachers, if they want to, to carry weapons, mm. can the individual school districts say, no. That's not happening. I don't know. I, well, I would imagine that when they sign a contract with, let's say, Seminole County Schools or Orange County Schools or whatever, uh, the school board has a rule, teachers in our district may not carry can't Weapons do it with firearms. To the school. Huh? Can't do it with firearms. Can't set rules in a city or a county as it relates to firearms. State law supersedes that. State law essentially says municipalities and counties yeah. are not allowed by law to set their own laws as it relates to the possession of firearms. Wouldn't they then have to change it I from don't know. a gun-free zone? Most schools say have a big sign, gun-free zone. I have no so, idea. Well, so if they're going to allow teachers to conceal carry... You know, were to have a well, that might be part of it. A weapon in their desk drawer, or in their, you know, in their sock, or in their, you know, in their jacket. Maybe it'll be one of those. The state of Florida has no opposition if individual school districts want to allow teachers home. with proper training, blah 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 blah, to carry, yeah. you know, with proper training. Maybe they'll enunciate or write that. Right. Well, I don't know. One hundred twenty hours of training with the local sheriff's department. Yaggedy yaggedy yak. They shall not be denied the right to carry uh, or have possession of a firearm uh, while on. You know, it, it's just one of those things. Yeah, it's a multi-layered problem, Jim, and. Um... The legislature, while they gave lip service to this will never happen again, hashtag never again after Parkland, it looks like it'll be again because they are look like they're at this moment anyway, unwilling to make any substantive changes. Well, I would I would bet that it will probably happen again somewhere. It will, if not here. So, yeah. But 
if you're thinking, boy, we've got a real movement underway here in the United States, and uh, you're not going to uh, see anything drastic. These things take these. Th- this is a process of time. You know, Martin Luther King Jr. just didn't get out there and say, hey, here we are in Selma or Montgomery, and I got news for you. Uh, this is going to change. Just give me a couple of weeks on this, okay? Right. Me Too movement, same thing. These have a germ of 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 growing into something. And um, you're just not going to see anything happen quickly. You probably, it I might think- be generational. It might not until the next generation, this generation tech comes up, the generation Z and becomes adults and voters, except the fact of the matter is young adults vote Eh, turnout of about 15% in the midterms. That's not a good turnout. We'll have a regular round of closest to the pit upcoming in a couple of minutes. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all going to get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right. You've got that right. The game is closest to the pin. Let's go while we're young. And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips. That's right. Time for that regular round of closest to the pin. Coming off a big win yesterday. I mean, I really pounded the guy. Uh, did you? So today I'm playing against Dennis with Eric as the backup. Mr. Pinkman, what's the prize? Oh, man, it's a pair of tickets to Orlando City Soccer Club season opener versus D.C. United this Saturday, March 3rd at Orlando City Stadium. You can enjoy the ultimate flexibility for the 2018 Orlando City season with a guaranteed seat to Orlando City's opening match against D.C. United and your choice of four additional matches. The five-game flex pack has it all. More info on that flex pack at orlandocitysc.com slash flex. Thank you very much, Mr. Pinkman. Season kicks off this Saturday. Going to be there. Very excited about that. Uh, very excited about this game, as I'm sure Dennis is. Let's bring him on board. Hello, Dennis. Hey, what's up? Uh, Dennis, I have your, uh, a choice for you. You get to pick your category today. Would All you right. like things to remember or things Pinkman says? <laughs> Which category would you like? Things to remember or things Pinkman says? You want the Pinkman category? Cool, I want to know what I said. Somehow I knew you would. And it's actually called Rhymes with YOLO. In reference mm-hmm. to one of Pinkman's popular retorts, mm-hmm. Brad sent the category random words that rhyme with YOLO. YOLO. Okay? All right. All right. We're going to do this in three, two, one. It started with a line of ties and blossomed into a multi-billion dollar enterprise. In what year did Ralph Lauren launch the Polo brand? 1980. That's a good time. Right, Mo? I'm talking mm-hmm. about those chocolate-covered caramel Rolo candies. In what year did they hit the market? 1964. Hope Solo is a goalie. Napoleon Solo, a man from Uncle, and Han Solo is played by Harrison Ford. How old is the Millennium Falcon captain? 80. Lolo Jones competed for the USA in the 2008 Summer Olympics as a hurdler and the 2014 Winter Olympics for the bobsled team. How old is she now? 37. Be on the lookout. The bolo tie is an on-again, off-again fashion accessory. 
When was it declared the official neckwear of Arizona? 1940. Time. Okay, the second question. Sorry, second one. Did he say 64? Yes. He did. Okay, good. For the Rolo candies? Yeah. Okay, good. We're going to put Dennis the Menace on hold, bring Jim back in Mm -hmm. for his category. Rolos are pretty good. Uh, They are a good time. I gave one to my mom recently, and she was just like, whoa, I like this. Oh, so she <laughs> never had one before. Well, I think what? she might have. She might have forgotten. Who likes what? Uh, it's a Man. candy that my mom likes. My mom's a fan of candy. Granola. That we're at the doctor's office, and I grabbed a couple, and I gave her one. More on that in a minute. But first, Jim, your category. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's called rhymes with YOLO in reference to one of Pinkman's most popular retorts. YOLO. YOLO. You know, you only live once. Mm-hmm. Got that? You got that, boss? You do like have a that, Rolo. Right? Okay, rhymes with Listen, YOLO, rhymes with, yeah. random words that rhyme with YOLO. Well, you're talking about candy. That's the only reason why I'm... Okay. Oh, I see what you're saying. So you want to uh, continue to investigate this and try and destroy the category? The I'm not the one. You know, I, I come in, I hear you talk. Hey, Who, hello? Who said Rolo? It was you. No, you said no. YOLO. Uh, that's right. And you're the one and who said Rolo. then you're talking about feeding your mom candy. I put yeah. the two and two together. The one and one two together gave yeah. you two. You could have done the <laughs> math. You didn't need to give us the answer, though. Mm. <laughs> Am I right? Do I get points? No, nah. you don't get points. Okay. Okay. Right. No, we Back take... off. And guess what? It's not even going to help you with this. Are All you right, ready to sure, go? Sure, whatever. Wait, let me write down whatever. Dennis's Ever. I'm adding. I think you're going to have an extended uh, penalty today. I mean, handicap. Uh, what? Here we go in three, yeah. two, one. It started with a line of ties and blossomed into multi-billion-dollar enterprise. In what year did Ralph Lauren launch the Polo brand? Nineteen seventy-one. That's a good time, right, Mo? I'm talking about those chocolate-covered caramel Rolo <gasps> candies. In what year did they hit the market? Nineteen fifty-four. Hope Solo is a goalie. Napoleon Solo, a man from Uncle, mm-hmm. and Han Solo is played by Harrison Ford. How old is the Millennium Falcon captain? 71. Lolo Jones competed for the USA in the 2008 Summer Olympics as a hurdler and in the 2014 Winter Olympics for the bobsled team. How old is she now? 40. Be on the lookout. The bolo tie is an on-again, <laughs> off-again fashion accessory. When was it declared the official neckwear of Arizona? 1946. I'm oh, boy. Okay. How, how long is your handicap today? Five. It's always five. Five seconds. Just oh. five today. All right. What? All right. You don't All right. want to go anymore? No, add one. One That's second. Six That's seconds. Oh, six. Okay, no, six, six seconds. I'm, feel, I'm feeling fairly confident. Do I hear seven? No. Oh, I'm do you want to roll seven? the dice? <laughs> seven? No seven. Yeah, I'll go seven. Oh! Seven. It's a lucky number. Oh, it's like an auction. It's I'll like... go seven. Okay, you want to go eight? No. Okay. Seven second handicap. Good, two seconds for being ornery. Uh, I know it served you well. Jim. It has for many, many, many years. <laughs> rhymes with YOLO. Thanks to Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. Uh, random words that rhyme with YOLO. All right, so here we go. We start with Polo. Now, Jim, you mentioned this because you saw it in the movie The Post, and you yeah. were talking about the Polo player on the shirt. Correct. However, Uh-oh. when did he start the Polo brand? Dennis said. Oh. 1980. Jim. 71. 1967. Jim gets the point. $7.4 billion in revenue just last year. Holy Toledo. Mm-hmm. Now to the uh, Rolo. I'm a big fan of that uh, brand. Really? really? Rolo cookies, ice cream, muffins, 
birth cake, desserts, cake bars, birth donuts, cake. mini Rolos. Did you say birth cake? Birthday cake. No, it's a birth cake. cake. And I was thinking, <laughs> like, wait, what's a what birth is cake? That? I was I trying to be brief. Is. Boy, did that backfire. <laughs> uh, big Rolos. <laughs> they have gross. it all. Matter of fact, you could get a McFlurry with Rolos in it at McDonald's. Ooh. That's a good. Oh. That's what I do. Yeah, delicious. Yeah, yeah. However, when did the Rolos first hit the market? Ooh. And that's who I was talking about. What my mind, mom likes. You're right, Jim. I like Rolos. Dennis said. Don't they take out your dental work, though? They really are chewy. No, that's more milk duds. Oh, I see. Yeah, much worse. Milk duds and sugar daddies. Dennis said... Oh, yeah. Dennis said Rolos hit the market in 1964. Jim said 54. 1937. Jim gets that point as well. All of these words, and it's only two nothing. Whew, I'm exhausted. Han Solo, played by Harrison Ford. How old is Harrison Ford? There's a new Han Solo coming out, by the way, Mm -hmm. with a new actor. How old is Harrison Ford? Dennis said... 80. Jim? 71. 75. Oh, Jim. Oh, my God. Oh, geez. All right, then. Three to nothing. What do you think his reported net worth is? Harrison Ford. Oh. Yeah. 325 million. Not too far off. 230 million. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's because they didn't let him keep the Millennium Falcon. Sweet, though, huh? Mm -hmm. Had to give him back for the the prequel. Is he coming in or has he already been in here? Did he come into Orlando? Yeah, we had him in studio last Friday. Did he fly in? I hope not. What golf course did he land on? Oh, stop it. <laughs> Real Seriously, here all week. <laughs> you could be in the Monsters Comedian thing. Keep that up. He came in for the rocket launch, but landed at Dub's Dread. Mm. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, Lolo Jones, remember her? She do. Sure. She, uh, she, she was one of the hype stars of the Olympics back in... 28, but kind of uh, failed in the, the hurdling. Was she the one with the real long fingernails? I don't know. She's No, she's the one who said that's she was Flo a virgin. Yeah, she's dead, though, isn't she? Flojo? One of them died. Oh. Correct. Research. Um, the one I, with the real high-rise swimming outfit? Yeah. I mean, a running outfit? Yeah. That was Everybody went, whoa. Yeah, that wasn't Lolo. Here? I yeah. love women's track and field. Flojo mm-hmm. died. Oh, Flojo. Yeah. The one with the long fingernails? Yes. Lolo did not qualify. Qualify for Pyeongchang. How old is Lolo? Uh-oh. Dennis said. 37. Jim. 40. Guess who's on the board? 35 years old. Dennis gets the point, and he's come all the way back. The well, score? not exactly. 3 to 1. It's 3 to 1. If he gets this one on the money, he ties the game, then we go to time. And Jim, remember, oh, you are now have a seven-second handicap. Oh. Bolo. Be on the lookout. Right. It's a bolo alert. Also it's bolo also a tie. tie. I like the bolo tie, but you got to. It goes in and out. I know, but it's, Just a, like it's a, a bold yeah. man who wears one. Like Brad said, it's the on again, on again, off again fashion accessory. I bet Joseph Martins wears a bolo tie. Yeah, He can pull it off. He can. You have to have a certain. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Panache. the cowboy boots and the hat. Uh-huh. Yeah. You got you to be, be confident. You 100%. Gotta you got to own it. Mm-hmm. And tall. Mm-hmm. Tall. tall helps. It helps. It does help. It does help. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. Take it from me. Now it was. It has been declared the official neckwear of Arizona. Yeah, that's weird. You're that weird. A state would have a <laughs> that a state would have an official tie. Ours neck- is the Why not? Well, we have an official pie. I mean, everybody does has any a pie. of it make any sense? Pie tie. How important would tie you wear in Arizona? <laughs> it isn't. It yeah, is. You're not going to get away with a standard necktie or a bow tie. Exactly. Or maybe, you know, maybe they do it so Texas can't claim it. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Take that, Texas. Arizona huh. Arizona one, has Texas it. Zero. In your face. Ha, yeah. ha, ha. As of what year, though? Uh, Dennis said. 40. If he gets this on the money, yes. he ties the game, we go to time. 40. Dennis said 1940. <sighs> oh, God. And Jim, Jim said? 46. <gasps> the answer? Yes. 19. 
71. Jim uh, gets a point. Jim wins the game. Oh, I'm sorry, Dennis. I am so sorry. Really? No, I'm not. I'm really not. I'm the champion. I am the greatest. I will whoop him. I can't lose. I win. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. It was the time there. I had a little pause on one of those questions. You did. So, Jim, with a seven-second handicap. Yeah. Um, well, Dennis answered in 101.8 seconds. <sighs> one minute, one second, point eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With your seven-second handicap, Jim, you were 101.1. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you would have won by seven-tenths of a second. Had oh. you added one more second, you would have lost. Yeah, yeah, just by a smidge. Jeez. That it is amazing to me, amazing? too. <laughs> it is amazing to me. The that they come difference. out of there and they're they're coming down and they're separated by just this smidge. Yeah, less than a smidge. I know. Yeah. And oh, definitely. Brittany Bo, the speed skater from what are you doing? from Ocala, is it, Mo? Do you know? Yeah, I think that's close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was talking about that distance when you talk about hundredths of a second, mm-hmm. and I mean it's hard to even start and stop a watch that fast, and that's the difference between some of being on the podium and not. Mm-hmm. Daniel's my favorite. It is pretty exciting. And you do get some of the coolest images when you see a skier in a jump. Correct. Crouch position. Right. Coming down a hill. That's just a badass look. Yeah. And fortunately, they have the goggles on and you can't really see the fear on their face. (laughs) I mean, when you're going 60, 70, 80 miles an hour, come on. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. (gasps) Please, God, let this be over with. Mm Mm-hmm. As quickly as possible. That's true. I just want to finish. I just want to finish. No way. I couldn't do it. Mm-mm. Well, yes, you could if you would apply yourself. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> That's a Apply yourself? or <laughs> Millennial. Mm, of course. It's like, well, why bother? It's too exhausting. Got my beer belt buckle. That means I'd have to get up early and do some work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get up early and do work every day. You are trying you with a snowboard. Oh yeah, I'm I'm gooder at that than I am gooder, at skiing. That's not a word. <laughs> Help. I suck at skiing. Every time oh, I like hit an ice oh patch, my, my legs spread apart <gasps> uncomfortably, mm-hmm. or I spin backwards and have to fall on my skis <laughs> explode. <laughs> yeah, it just oh. doesn't. Do you, us a favor. Your skis cross, you know, or then your legs go, and then you, all of a sudden you're like a wishbone. You're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Do us a favor, for, uh, or at least me, out of my regret, don't give up. Keep at it, and you will get to a point where you are somewhat competent Adept. and can enjoy the yeah, sport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on, Pinkman, do it. Do it for us. Jack is thinking about his guitar, piano, and other musical lessons. You name lessons. it, Mo. Fill in the blank. <laughs> I know. I hear it. You know, the parents <laughs> hock you to do it, and you give up, and then yeah. looking back, I should have stuck with it. Could have been a great trumpet player. Ooh. Did you try? Did you ever learn how to ice skate? Uh, no. no. And I, but you were up there for a number. I know. See, I looked when I was thirteen. Now I skated a, probably a dozen times. But, you know, I can never get really upright. It was always the skates were, you know, my ankles were like, "Mm." Mm -hmm. and my toes really got cold. I didn't like that. (laughs) All right. I just uh, put on the Phillips File uh, Twitter page, at Phillips File, Mm -hmm. a picture of Mr. Pinkman in his new belt buckle. Uh, But skating, I tried it. Not too long ago at my daughter's. uh, Ice skating? Yeah, ice skating. Did you really? Yeah. And 
and then again at the UCF thing, they do that holiday that oh yeah that ice night up yeah, the yeah, light yeah. light up the night kind of deal. Ice it's, skating is it's, like yoga. It's hard. And How let me, is it like yoga? Because when you go ice skating, it's just like going to yoga. When you go to yoga, you don't, you can't stretch. You this or that. You're a newbie, and there's always people in the class oh, and they're standing off. on their heads. Yes. You know, and their legs are going like this, and yeah. whatever. And they're yeah, they're always showing off. So when you go ice skating, there's always somebody doing a triple axle, double camel toe, or whatever toe the hell loop. you call yeah, it. Yeah, 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 sure. And, uh, and there you are, just trying to not fall down. You know, when kids go bowling, they put up bumpers. Yes. When kids go ice skating, they have this metal frame. Like that, a walker. It's a walker, like, but cool. has like so you can push it. I was using that, and my daughter at my daughter's the party she went to. So, and I was on the ice using that thing. It wasn't a good look. I got a great idea. Let's <laughs> learn. Let's go over there. We're right around the corner from uh, RDV. Let's learn how to skate, and then uh, we'll put together our own little hockey team. Let's do Deal. it. Do, you want to do it? Sure. Yes. Huh? Mo can be the goalkeeper. <laughs> no, Mo I don't doesn't. Want... <laughs> Uh-huh. Why would I be the goalkeeper? Mo, step out of your comfort zone. Hey, that- uh. <laughs> <laughs> Mo, it's the least skating involved. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. <laughs> Don't forget, uh, Fritz on the street at the top of the hour. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A boy got trapped on an elevator in China after peeing on the control panel. I love that Aerosmith song. Pee in an elevator. Next. Australian police have arrested a man who managed to fit 650 pounds of the meth ingredient ephedrine inside highlighter markers. Crikey. Sounds like nobody is gonna be getting that bright yellow zip anytime soon. Finally, police in Missouri have arrested a man after he led cops on a chase while driving an ATV naked. I bet that doesn't feel good on the boys. I tell you what. Headlines were brought to you by the Phillips File Live blog. Go there to see Kathy Lee and Hoda audition for The Voice at RealRadio.fm. And transmission. At Real Radio 1041 on Twitter. Brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting SeacoastBank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. From... You are listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Have that as a drop, Mr. Pinkman. Hey, didn't Wonder Boy load it up today? I gave oh. it to him yesterday. Oh, he's probably busy getting Jack. He's probably busy getting Conan O'Brien on the phone. Right? Need a so clean, nice, need a nice clean version. 
By the way, a friend of the Phillips file we talked about at the beginning of the program, because it's just this kind of stuff really irks me. Yesterday, the president, of course, saying that uh, he really believes that he would have run into the high school in Parkland, even if he didn't have a gun. You know, he just would have done that. He just would have gone in there. Pam Bondi, who is the Florida attorney general, she essentially said the same Same thing thing? yesterday on Fox and Friends that, you know, she just would have gone in there even without a firearm, just would have run into that school because that's what you do. A friend of ours of the uh, a friend of the Phillips file writes. Uh, bravery lies at the intersection of arrogance and slight stupidity, where the desire to serve overcomes the personal desire to survive. Only those who have already been tested can truly know whether they would have gone in. You don't know what you would have done. I think, you know, you better phrase that. I'd like to think that I would. I'd like to think that it would, would have done something positive to end that situation. But I don't. But I think if people are honest, really honest, they say, I don't know what I would have done. Right. I just, and for anybody to say, I truly believe, you can say whatever you want. I just don't buy it. I think it's happy horse crap is what it is, especially from a uh, five-time draft uh, dodger. By the way, there's a video of the president sitting at the desk, and there's a bald eagle. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, remember? He was afraid. Remember when he was at the rally, and somebody held up a cardboard sign, and he, he ducked over, and you know, mm-hmm. you know, the Secret Service came in and surrounded him. It was a nothing burger. You know, this guy's going to do what? Run into the uh, high school in Parkland and do what? But nope. him and Rush Limbaugh? Mm. Come on. Where is that quote? Wait, let me find it. Because it's just, you know, the, and people, I mean, you need, you, need to, you need to be a little bit more assertive when they make statements like this. Like, seriously? Nope. You just hear what you just said? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but hasn't this president... The normal That's mode been him saying outlandish stuff that can be verified as untrue. Totally false. People right. just accept it because by that time he's moved on to something else that's outlandish. Maybe. Attorney General Pam Bondi says she would have entered Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School even without a, gu- even without a gun during the February 14th shooting that left 17 people dead. No. Quote, quote, let me put it this way. When you have a school full of students and your duty is to protect those students, even if I didn't have a firearm, I would have gone into that scene. That's what you do. That's what the coach did, who was a true hero, end of quote, during an appearance on Fox and Friends Monday. No. Pammy. No, 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 Pammy. Mm -hmm. You're out in the parking lot ready to get into your, uh, what, your chauffeured whatever to head back to Tallahassee or another uh, appearance to get some uh, campaign money. And you're out in the parking lot, you hear gunshots, and you go, I'm going in. She's running. No, you're not. She's running for cover. Ducking no, cover. you're not. Yeah. Come on. And it does seem a bit incredulous that she would say almost exactly the same thing the president said hours earlier. Almost a total copy. I think she said it earlier well, than the president. All right, well, then he copycat. Well, he's watching Fox and Friends. Oh, there it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, sitting in bed eating his, you know, Cheerios or whatever he gets yeah, off on that. in the morning. Uh-huh. Maybe a cheeseburger as well. Well, or Count Chocula. I don't know what he's eating. It might, it might be, you know. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I don't, I, say, I don't I think, think great. I don't think, no. you know, or uh, what's the uh, what's the Scandinavian breakfast thing? Uh, granola. Some yeah, kind granola, of uh, muesli. Yeah, m- muesli. Yeah. I always want to call it muesliks. No, that's something else. <laughs> that's something that gets the snot out of your nose. Yeah, no, that, uh-uh. Count Chocula. I think he's either that or Frankenberry. I, I swear to you, he must eat Lucky Charms or some high sugar. Sugar kids. pops. Sh- 
uh, uh, children's cereal. Mm-hmm. He eats like he's 12. You know, between the filet o fish and... Let's really pick on him now. Seriously. Every time he, he listens... No, 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 no. I'll tell you one do? thing. I, I, I don't care anymore. What are they going to do to me? Uh, yeah. If but, he eats filet o fish, he doesn't eat like he's 12. Because when you're 12, you are frightened of the filet o fish. Yeah, it's more of a, like, grown-up... That yeah, it's a grown-up sandwich. Yeah, yes. all right. Okay. I didn't know. No doubt I mean, about even it. Even a fish stick. I mean, I, kids are like, eh, tell you what, get near that. They 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 flick it away. To this day, I haven't tried a filet o fish. You like fish? sticks? I've never tried a filet o fish. But I haven't either. I, see, it's fish funny. sticks. This was a staple, especially Me now too, during Lent mm. on Fridays. Oh. I remember macaroni and cheese, fish sticks, and a little ketchup on the side. Boom, good. What to about go. tartar sauce? <laughs> Not. I grew into that when I moved down here and was working at a seafood restaurant. And tartar? I, yeah, yeah. The, the fried clams and tartar. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, good, that can be a yeah. good time. I do not clams. like tartar sauce on any. I'm not crazy about it, but there's certain things you can get away with. Fried clams, you can't. I like you know dipping French fries in uh, tartar sauce. Seriously? Yeah, it's very European. You know they do uh, mayonnaise. What are you talking about? Get with that one? Ladies and gentlemen, Fritz is here. Everybody, hey, how you doing? You know when I was in Paris. Yeah, very European. I said garçon. May I have some tartar sauce? Some tartar sauce, please, Paul. And a glass of your finest Bordeaux. Port. Oh, yeah, sure. Have a glass of port, some French fries, and tartar sauce. May I have some tartar sauce? Garçon. Sounds awful. <laughs> it does. See who play. I'm just Talk absolutely episodes. horrid. No, no. That's so just any, not any, right. I don't. You know, sooner oh, or later, God. unless they come to their senses, there will be some local politicians, Republican or Democrat. It doesn't make any damn difference. What? They'll come up with the same thing. They'll be at some town. Now, by the way, this is Pam Bondi, right? Damn. This is Pam Bondi, who wouldn't even go to a town hall meeting because she's afraid that people are going to yell at her, right? Mm-hmm. You know, this is, so Pam Bondi's going to run into a into a high school where there's gunfire. This uh, is the same nope. Pam Bondi who wouldn't answer questions after after, uh, after taking thousands of dollars in campaign donations from Donald Trump, and then decided just a few days after that that her her office would not prosecute uh, Trump and his sham university. Remember that one? Yeah, Trump I University. Her, right, I despised her after yeah. after Pulse. Okay. Remember what she did after Pulse? She had all these negative things to say about gay people, and then she tried to make a speech. Like, nobody wants to hear from you, Pammy. Shut up. Sit down. You're not going. You're not running in there. We know you're not going to run in there any no. more than the President of the United States mm-hmm. would run in there. If you want to say, geez, I'd like to think I would just do something Something positive. I wish I could but tell I, you. But yeah. to be honest with you, I don't know. Nobody I just knows, don't. Jim. Nobody knows. That's the thing. Nobody knows until they're faced with adversity if they would charge in or if they'd hide under the desk. Come on. I think she's a hide under the desk type I of think gal. She might, yeah, yeah, I think she might be a hide under the desk. She, she doesn't have any law enforcement experience, does of she? Of course not. Pam. Amy. All right, take a little break. We'll come back. Uh, by oh. the way, uh, Mr. X comes in tomorrow. Oh, yeah. First thing, right at 3 o'clock. We'll kick it right off. Uh, he's had his troubles over the years with opioid and heroin addiction. I've <clears throat> been on the methadone program for a couple of years, but you know, you're know you going to get a, a little bit better idea of what it's like for your fellow Floridians and Americans to be addicted to this uh, mm. to these opioids. And uh, opiate, opiates, which opiates, is heroin, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, get his get his side of the story. And we're going to try to do this every Wednesday, right at the beginning of the program, for thirty minutes, maybe forty minutes, and uh, just uh, 
take a take a closer look at this awful problem that's affecting Central Florida as it's affecting the rest of the nation as well. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Can't get enough of the monsters on iHeartRadio? Now you can also watch the monsters in the morning on the new iHeart Monsters YouTube channel by going to monsters.fm and listen every weekday morning on Real Radio 104.1. From in a world of journalistic excellence, can I get your opinion? Comes a man with no formal training. How do you feel about Kraft Newberg? This is Fritz on the Street. Okay. All right, it's Tuesday. Fritz on the Street. Fritz on the Street brought to us in part by... Us Floridians are no stranger to a good old-fashioned downpour. But did you ever think it could save you money? I'm Francis Boatman, owner of Boaters Floaters. We bring you the highest quality used cars which may or may not have been mildly submerged in water. Thanks to uncooked rice, we've restored these vehicles to like-new conditions. Here we have a 1982 Udingisman sedan, only a little wet from Waterstorm Magnolia. I'll take it. It's like driving the beach. This here baby bad boy is a candy apple red Jemini Hufferer, salvaged from Tempest Chauncey, 20 yard eight. That smells moist. Only a handful of Landis Euphorias survived the urban water spout of 1950, but this one is right as rain. Is it? Is it supposed to look like that? Yes, it is. Boaters Floaters. We'll get you in that car. Come on. Come on, man. Fritz, what do you got for us today? That's right. I've got ten questions, five current events, five general knowledge trivia I'm questions. I'm so primed for this. Let's, uh, let's start are off. Are you really? Well, yeah, what are we our score-wise? Oh, okay. You got it. In first place, Pink Man has 93 points. 93 Ooh. for Pink Man. Yeah, leading the charge. He won se- the trophy last year. Yep. In mm. second place, we have Moira with 84 points. All right, 84 Ooh. Mo. She's on a tear. Two mm. points behind her. We have Jim in third place, 82 All points. All right. Mm. And then Jack with 78 points in 78. fourth place. Okay. Yeah. It's a tight it's race. It's a up. fairly tight race. Close. Yeah. Close, close, Watch close. this. This is going to... I forget about this game. I can't... Can you remind me what happened this week in the news? Uh, you got it. Let Stop me, it. Let me no, hit the talk no. back button. Come on. <laughs> Number one, I got, yeah. I got a feeling. I got a feeling. I got a feeling. It's not cowbell. Mm. If you if you think you know it, chime in for that bonus point. I Here's question number one. Go ahead. At the Jim, age, <laughs> Billy Graham. Billy Graham's correct. Yeah. Boom. Out of the park. Nice, nicely done. Nice pop. At you the age at the age of ninety nine, you which, don't have to do current events for the very first question. You could set them up with a you know. All right, don't tell them. Oh, yeah. don't yeah. matter. Yes, yeah, sir. Hey, I don't, t- mind I don't tell you them. how to uh, you know do audio file. Mm, Wish you would. At the age of 99, which venerated Christian evangelist passed away last week? Jim is absolutely correct. That would be Billy Graham. Jim, out of eight answers, What's how many matter? do you think said Billy Graham? Wait, did both of them call me a jerk? I don't Ooh, think so. I didn't so. call you anything. No, Pinkman and no, Fritz. I called Fritz a jerk. Thank I, you for sticking up for me. You're I, welcome. I was calling Pinkman a jerk. No, you okay, were good. You liar. <laughs> good. I'll say, uh, <laughs> I don't know about this crowd. <laughs> First one's always hard to judge. I'm going to go six. Six for Jim. I was thinking seven, but I'm going to go six. I'll take seven. Seven for Mo. Might be eight, though. It might be. Eight. Yeah, I think it is. Eight. Eight for for Pinkman. I don't want to hear no clue this time. (laughs) Question number one with answers of six, (laughs) seven, and eight from the file. At the age of 99, which venerated Christian evangelist passed away last week? Billy Graham. Billy Graham. Not Pat Robertson. I don't know. 
Pass. Billy Graham. Pass. Billy Graham. Billy Graham. That would be five. Damn it, I knew oofa, I should have gone oofa, the other way. Jim is picking up one point. What a rip. The only name, if you had them to say, name me a, you know, an evangelist, I thought they would at least... Name me a type of cracker. Ribs. Oh, that's good. Graham. <laughs> Graham. Saltine. Ribs. Question... Billy Saltine. Cars. Question two. <laughs> what colorful body of water separates Saudi Arabia... Jack. Jack. Red Sea. That is correct. Ooh. See, I even put the color... I, I that's, what, yeah. that's what wow. gave it to me. I'm thinking, what body of water, Persian Gulf, or was it the... <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Uh, I was Gulf thinking, of Tonkin. I, I think it's Persian <laughs> Gulf, Persian <laughs> Gulf. Very specific. Wait. What colorful body of water separates Saudi Arabia from Africa? Jack, you are correct. It's the Red Sea. Now, out of eight answers, how many do you think said the Red Sea? Said colorful. What are they going to say? Four for Jack. You think, Mo. Right? You think. What are they going to say? <laughs> What colorful body of water separates Saudi Saudi Arabia from Africa? Six. Six for Pinkman. Saudi Arabia from Africa. Five? Five for Mo. I like five as an answer. Wow. What'd you say, uh, Pinkman? Six. I'm four. <laughs> Some people are going to say Dead Sea. Some people are going to pay for Dead, that's not colorful. Yeah, they don't know, Mo. Yeah, it's going to go right by him. <laughs> oh, I'm hoping. I'll go five. Five for Jim. No, I like that. <laughs> with, <laughs> with answers of four, five, and six from the file. Bing, bing, bing. Someone's picking up two points. What colorful oh. body of water separates Saudi Arabia from Africa? The Red Sea. The Red Sea. The Red Sea? The Blue Sea. <laughs> Black. Dead Sea? Red Sea. The Red Sea? The Red Sea. Ooh, six. six. Yes. Pinkman's picking up two, uh, and Mo and Jim are each picking mm -hmm. up one. Oofa, oofa. I think knew I, I didn't the, like my answer. I heard the no clue guy get it right. Of course, yeah, he got he's it right. there. Yep. <laughs> Red Sea. Question three. Famous for roles including Encino Man and Crash. Pinkman. Pinkman. Uh, Brendan Fraser. That is correct. You know he's like the president of the Brendan exactly. Fraser fan club. generational too. I can't Jeez, even God. Begin to tell he did you. an interview with GQ this past yeah, week. Yeah, it's a legit current event. Okay, famous for roles including What's next? In Men's Health. Famous for roles Sorry. including Encino Man and Crash. Which actor has levied <laughs> sexual harassment claims against the former president of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association? Mm. Pinkman, you got that one correct. Out of Jeez. eight answers. How many do you think said See, Brendan Fraser or Fraser? Encino Man should give it away, but someone's going to go, Polly Shore. Uh, seven. Seven Ooh. for Pinkman. Oh, God. Damn. Five. I'm nervous. Five for Mo. Six. Six for Jim. <laughs> it's going to be low. No clue is not getting this one. <laughs> far too far. Nope. No clue is not getting no, this one. No, certainly five. not. Five for, ah! five for Jack. <laughs> Question three. We have uh, answers of five, six, and seven. And I want for... an extra point if he says no clue. Okie dokie. Just got to find the mouse. There you go. Famous for rules oh, including Encino Man and Crash. Which actor yeah, has levied sexual harassment claims against the former president of the Hollywood Foreign Press oh. Association? Uh, Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. I right, pass. Damn it. <laughs> I don't know. Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Actor. Oh, Rob Schneider. Leonardo DiCaprio. Four. Four. Rob Schneider. So Mo and Jack are each getting one point. Mm. <laughs> Who was that? I need to know. Seriously, uh, tell me what who said Rob Schneider. I protect oh, my, my sources. This is a uh, question number four. I mean, so wait, cap. so but Brendan uh -huh. Fraser said he was sexually harassed. Yes. That is correct. All right, I gotta, I gotta go out on a limb here. Question four. You ready? By a man or woman? It was a man. man. 
Go. Qu- question four, War and Peace. Jim. Pub- Jim. Tolstoy. That is correct. Damn it! Damn! Oh. That's two today. God. War and Peace, published in 1869, was written by which author? Jim, you got that one correct. It's Leo Tolstoy. Out of eight answers, how many do you think knew this one? Jeez, man, this, this, this crowd. Yeah, this crowd. What do you yeah, mean? Yeah, I don't know. I, they, yeah, I think like they're the, very literate. I don't know. Find, I'll go know. six. I'll go six. I can try it six. How <laughs> would I know that? Well, wait, I'll go six. six for four. Four for Pink. Four for me. Four for me. I'm All right. I'll jump in the middle. Five. Five for Jack. Oh. Question four with answers of four, five, and six from the file. War and no. Peace, published yeah. in 1869, God. was written Today by which sucks. author? Tolstoy. It's not George Orwell. I don't know. Pass. Ernest Hemingway? Pass. Emily Dickinson. This one I don't know. Tolstoy? Nope. Yes. Two. Nope. Two. Uh, Two nope. People. My favorite answer. Nope. 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 All right. Uh, we have six uh, to go. Would you like one more? No. Now. You want to no, wait? No, 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 what do you no, want to do? Let's wait. Let's wait. This is so exciting. You want to wait? We'll Why wait. Why do we wait? What we wait? How many for? more do we have to go? Six. Six. Six, six more to go? <laughs> yeah, we'll wait. Oh. I'm handicapped. I can't play this game. Why? What? It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. You think you know the answers? Yep. He changes the question. Damn it. Is Fritz on the street? I thought I knew the last one. Oh, where are my sound effects? I don't know. Oh, no. Well, we have to turn them off when we're working on the machine. All right. Well, okay. That's the fact, Jack. That's the fact, Jack. There you go. I like that. He's sticking <laughs> with that one, especially when it comes to you. Uh, easy. Yeah. <laughs> audio file at 420. Yeah, yeah. That's the fact, Jack. That's the fact, Jack. Matter of fact, maybe you ought to make that part of your intro. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Uh, one more time. Quiet go. on the set, please. Bill Murray, three, two, and... That's the fact, Jack! That's the fact, Jack! The great movie Stripes. All right, Fritz, what do we got? Six That's more... enough, Jim. Okay, now just not that old. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I've got six questions left, starting with question five. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. i got to get ready. Okay, I think I got it. Mm-hmm. I think right. I got it. Hey. If, if you think you know it, yeah. chime in, <laughs> and <laughs> you can win that bonus <laughs> point. <laughs> Question five. Yeah. Teachers can... Jim, West Virginia. That is correct. Oh, come on! That is correct. Geez, lighten up on the current events, bro. I'm not even sure the connection here. (laughs) Please, West Virginia, they're on strike. strike. That is correct. Yep. Teachers uh, continue to strike to demand higher pay in which U.S. state. Jim, you are correct. West Virginia. I'll go... uh, Out of eight answers. I wouldn't have had that with all of them. I'll go four. Four for Jim. Two for me. Two for Mo. Three. Three oh. for Pinkman. You're safe with one. Yeah, I think so. One. You're one. safe with one. <laughs> no clue. One for Mr. Bradshaw. Question five. Jimmy, okay? I can't what find my pen. It's okay. It's okay, Pop. <laughs> oh, he likes this pen. It's not okay. It's not okay. Use right, a flashlight ahead. on right. your See, phone. Now I'm at, now. Use a flashlight on your phone. No, I gotta have my pen. I, got my, have my, I have to have my roller writer. You don't understand. I know. Use a flashlight on your phone to find it. Pinkman, go get my uh, briefcase. <laughs> Would you mind? It's on the you're floor. You're not going to get I want to hear it. Oh, this is brilliant. Yeah, Pinkman, go get his briefcase. Whatever. All right, question five. <laughs> With answers, with answers of one, two, three, and four from the file. Bing, bing, bing. Points. Let's take the points away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Teachers continue to strike to demand higher pay in which U.S. state? Massachusetts, Florida. This one I do not know. I didn't realize they were striking somewhere. Massachusetts, Florida. 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 
West Virginia. One. There you go, Jack. Thanks, Mo. Jack. Jack. So Jack is picking up two points. Mo is picking up one. I'll take it. There's a That's pink. The fact, Jack. That's the fact, Jack. Pink. Mm. Pinkman isn't back, is he? No. Nope. Wait, that, wait, that, we're him. good. Tell him he got five points. Nope. <laughs> we took away five points. Because oh, he wasn't here for the game. Hello. There he is. Good walking job, man. You got three case. points out of that. What? Yeah, I got three. Wait, shouldn't we take away points for him being so slow, though? Mm. Can we take away three? Good job. Ready? Hey, Pinkman. <laughs> I have to have a roller rider. People don't. Uh, real, we sit in three different rooms. Pinkman is now going through all of them. And all right, back okay, in, there we go. Okay. He's back in oofa, our room. Oofa. All right, Pinky. What was the answer? What? You didn't get a point. It, it was, was one. one. It was one. I don't one. know if I trust you. Uh, question oh, that's six. Rude. That's just rude. We just said nice things about you. That we did. True. We actually I tried to take points believe. away, but we didn't. Question six. Yeah. Little Cuba is the nickname of which U.S. city? Pinkman. Pinkman? Miami. That is correct. Mo! Mo, what are we doing? Yeah, Mo! Mo, you and I, what are we doing? We're I don't just, know. How do you guys not like, get that? Oh, little wow, Cuba. Little Cuba. I've heard Little Havana, but I never heard Little Cuba. Yeah, I never heard Little Cuba. Nope. <laughs> I grew up there. I never heard that. I grew up there, too. I never heard Little Cuba. They talk themselves into believing you're wrong, Fritz. <laughs> All right, well, let me look at little, little Cuba. He threw that out there. We go, we're thinking. Little Cuba? What, what the hell? You mean Little Havana? No, little Cuba, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s son. Oh boy! Yeah, nice. Uh, What's the question uh, again? Okay, uh, little little Cuba is the nickname of which U.S. city? That is not. No, the nickname. that is not. That's a made-up question. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I still get a point. Time I think that's tainted and clean. That is not the nickname. Did of you Miami. make that question up for it? Nope. Really? I did not. I have never, that ever. Legit, that's its I've nickname. I've been in the state since 1963. I lived in Miami. I've never heard Miami referred to as Little Cuban. Mm-mm. Oh, check this out. I type in Little Cuba, yeah, and it immediately up. comes up. Little Cuba is the nickname of which U.S. city? Mm. And it gives you Detroit, Miami, Dallas, and Tampa. Okay, well, if I had choices, I would pick Miami, but I didn't. I was Miami going to no- <laughs> say Detroit. It says more information. <laughs> Brad's fun fact. Miami is known yeah. as Little Cuba because of its rich heritage and its high population of Spanish speakers. Oh, my God. All right, let's Boy. let it go. All right. All right, so Pinkman. <laughs> Wait, <out> of, <laughs> Fritzman. Out of eight answers, how many do you think said Miami? Uh, ooh, like Will Smith. Seven. Little Cuba. Bienvenido okay. a Miami. Seven for Pinkman. Is, Little Cuba is the nickname of what U.S. city? Is Which that the U.S. city? That is correct. City. Mm. I'm going five. Five for Jack. Six. Six for Mo. Go seven. Go eight. eight. No, I'm not going eight. Oh, boy. I got some real dumbbells. I'll go six. Six for Jim. Go eight. What? What did you say? I'm changing. Do you want eight? I'm changing. Really? No, I'll go six. Six? (laughs) Oh, for Pete's sake. Seven. I had to talk to my roller rider. I see. Questions? No. Question six with answers of five, six, and seven from the file. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Little Cuba no. is the nickname of Come which on, U.S. Hey. city? Miami. Miami. Yeah. Miami. We go. Uh, Miami. 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 Should have gone eight. <laughs> Pink. This new roller rider is not good. That's, that's Pink. a whole. Pinkman's picking up one point. Horse crap. Thank that's you. That's a horse crap question. Uh, hey, time out. <laughs> The battle, you got a new pen. You changed your luck. You had eight, and you took your finger off you of it. You don't have to worry about me, young man. <laughs> you don't worry about me at all. That's the fact, Jack. That's, That's the, the fact, fact Jack. Jack. So Pikmin got one point? That is correct. Okay. Stupid Qu- game. 
Question <laughs> seven. I'm starting to hate you, Fritz. I don't know about Jesus. Seven. Yeah. I like no question seven. guy now. Which Florida senator faced harsh criticism? Oh, uh, that is Marco Rubio. That is correct. Uh, That's four softball. bonus points now all day for Jim. Which Florida senator faced harsh criticism from Parkland shooting survivors and family during CNN's town hall meeting last week? Jim, out of eight answers, oh, how many do you think? Rubio? Yep. Five. Five for Jim. Seven. Seven for Moira. Six. Six for Pink Man. Oh, go eight. No, it's not going to be eight. No, 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 never. No, 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 no. Six. Six for Jack. Yeah. Question seven with answers of five, six, and seven from the file. Bing, bing, bing. Someone's picking up two points. Which Florida senator faced harsh criticism from Parkland shooting survivors and family during CNN's town hall meeting last week? Marco Rubio. Pass. Pass. Marco Rubio. Marco Rubio. Marco Rubio. Marco Rubio. Marco Rubio. Thank you. Six. Yes. Pinkman and Jack each picking up two. Jim and Mo picking up one each. I'm just All happy right. to get anything okay, on these okay questions. Then. Question eight. Yeah, you got that right. In which Star Wars film did the oh, e- oh, no, did the well, Ewoks yeah. first appear? Okay, I'm out. Jack. Return of the Jedi. That is correct. Yeah, exactly. I'm just going to start yelling my name and saying I'm out. <laughs> yeah, no clue. Hey, I, I was at a disadvantage. I didn't grow up in South Florida like the two of you. Oh, damn. Wait, how Wait, you guys... you, and you made up a nickname just five minutes ago. Uh, we didn't yeah. make it up. Fritz did. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, but the eight people knew it. Ow, my neck. <laughs> Jack. What happened to your neck? Jack, out of eight answers, how many do you think said Return of the Jedi? Oh. <laughs> in which Star Wars film did the Ewoks first appear? I'm going to go... Five. Four. Five for Jack. Four for Pinkman. Same. Four. Five. Four for Mo and five for Jim. Oh, man. Question eight with answers Come of on. four and five. Bing, bing, bing. Oh. In which Star Wars film did the Ewoks first appear? Return of the Jedi. Oh, I've never seen any of that. <laughs> Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Oh, I don't watch Star Wars. Return of the Jedi. Empire Strikes Back. Oh, Return of the Jedi. Yes. Damn it. Five. That's the fact. Jack. That's a fact, Jack. So uh, Jack and Jim each picking up two. Pinkman and Mo picking up one each. All right. How many more? We Just got two more. To get a point. Good God Almighty. Question God. nine. Over the weekend, which Hollywood director and comic book writer tweeted? Jim. Pick- Jim? Oh, wait, hold on. Uh huh. Where's your roller rider now? <laughs> that was mean. Find your pen, Whiplash boy. Hold on. Because. I'll pass. Pinkman. <laughs> Pinkman. Stanley. Stanley's incorrect. Damn it. <laughs> Finish the question for me and Mo, please. Over the weekend, which Hollywood director and comic book writer tweeted about a non fatal heart attack? Jack. Oh, Jack. Right. That was Kevin Smith. That is correct. He writes comic books. Jack, out Fake of news. eight answers, how many do you think said Kevin Smith or Ooh. Smith? To Smith? That was, <laughs> that's Smith. correct. Mr. Smith goes to comic books. All right, who? Or Kevy. What did you say, Jack? I'm going to go five. Five for Jack. Five. Five for Jim. Six. Four. Six for Pinkman and four for Mo. Four for Mo. Four for Mo. 200, 200. Question nine uh, with answers of four, five, and six from the file. Bing, bing, bing. Over the weekend, which Hollywood director and comic book writer tweeted about a non-fatal heart attack? Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Pass. Kevin Smith. Oh, Kevin Smith. Pass. Smith. Kevin Smith. Six. Pinkman's picking up two. Oh, yeah. Jack and Jim picking up one each. This is the last question. Oh. 
Pretoria is Jim, the Jim, South Africa. That is correct. Whoa. Jim has five <laughs> bonus points. Happened? Five it's, bonus it's points cool. on the day. They grew up there. <laughs> Pretoria is the you capital. You made up a word. Pretoria is the capital of which country? Jim is correct. It's, it's South a Africa. Of, uh, little Cuba. <laughs> Jim, out of eight answers, how many do you think said South Africa? Uh, the question one more time, please. Pretoria is the capital of which country? And I, I might be saying that wrong. Fake no, Pretoria. You're saying it right. Three. Three for Jim. Of which? You said of just which country? Of which country? Zero. Zero for Pinkman. No, no, no. The oh, off no, no, no. overlooked zero. You uh, said that when I said it last week, and it, it should have been overlooked. I love saying it. <laughs> Three. I love saying it. Three for Mo. I'll go uh, two. Two. Yeah, I think it's a good guess. Jack. Question 10 with answers of 0, 2, and 3 from the file. Bing, bing, bing! <laughs> Pretoria is the capital of which country? Damn, I should know this one. We should have done that. South Africa? South Africa. Damn it. Greece? Pass. Morocco? The Czech Republic. That's not even a country, is it? Rhodesia? No, it's, it's former South Africa. South Africa? Oh, Three. no clue burns me. He, I, walked, I like his he walked himself through that and figured it out. Mo is getting two. Jim is getting two. Jack is getting one. And that is Fritz on the Street. Oh, oh Fritz. Good God almighty. Yeah. By the way, Fritz on the Street brought to us in part by... It's a new year, same you, because you're already awesome thanks to eating my tasty, organic, sustainable comestibles. Got that but right. there's always room for improvement. Salutations! I'm Dr. Patience McCracknuts, PhD, and I'm very excited to announce my new line of holistic snacks. Our cilantro snack pops come in four different flavors. Pomegranate, passion fruit, red short, and jalapeno ranch. Fall back in love with yourself. All it takes is vision and a well-disciplined vending routine. The future is in your mouth with Dr. Patience McCracknuts. Coming to a vending machine near you! Woo! Okay. Jim got. <laughs> points for the day. Winning today, Jim, you tied with me. We both had 12 points. Okay. Pinkman mm. had 10. Moira had 7. So there's a little shake-up with second and third. Pinkman still leads with a new total of 103 points. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Now three. second place is Jim with 94. Moira in third with 91. Yes. And I now have 90 points. Oh, baby. I'm coming it's, after you. I'm fighting it's tightening up. Uh, it's a race to the basement for me. Well, I love close. that. It's a 13 racement. points between first and last. It's anyone's game. That's great. I'm coming You're after great. you, kid. Especially since we're going to get rid of Pinkman on Tuesdays. What? Nothing. I expect full pay. All right, Fritz. Good job. Thank you, sir. I Sorry. I can the Star Wars questions, but that's okay. <laughs> Sorry about yeah, that. Go Miami. for Hunger Games or Harry Potter, please. Uh, oh, God, please don't. <laughs> I'm going to start. No. Please, no Harry Potter questions. <laughs> Mo has a shot with those. Dumbledore, points. <laughs> Severius Snape, points. Yeah. Um, Se Rickman, Severus, dead. dead. Oh, yeah, good. Severus. Dead, points. Little Hogwarts, uh, points. It's Miami. <laughs> all right, Chris. Thanks a lot. Good job. Oh, thank you. Let's see what else? To, I was thinking. All right, mm. is he going to have a, a question about Neanderthals? No. Why not? <laughs> oh, with news. the European very, art. very cool, isn't it? Yeah. Big news. You been reading about that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I had no clue there was a teacher strike in West no Virginia. Clue. Yeah, we talked about it in the office. Um, I thought maybe something about Syria mm. because of the they're gassing people. <laughs> 
I thought maybe there would be Ivanka Trump because of the Olympics. I was thinking about that, but oh, the closing week before, ceremonies? Yeah, yeah, the week yeah, before I had a question, you know, that NBC had about her father and this and that. She I'm said the daughter, I'm the daughter, question. I'm the daughter. Sorry, that's yeah. not the way it works. If you're, you know, if you're an advisor in the White House, no question is inappropriate. And then I thought maybe curling. I thought there might be something in there about curling. Oh, about the Russian doper? No, about the American Americans team winning, winning gold. gold. Hello. Wake Sl- up. I must have slept on that one. He was too oh. busy reading in the nude. <laughs> what? I don't yeah. want to know about this. Never mind. Yeah, you do. Oh, you do. In the nude. Oh, you do. No, I really it, don't. It's amazing. Just, you know, getting some, soaking up some sun every morning. Yeah, oh, just I getting see, out outside. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you've, you've ditched everything now. I thought it was your, you were out there in your skivvies. Yeah, I still wear the skivvies. Well, that's so not the not, nude. He did the same thing. He all, Before <laughs> Pretty, the show, he's what? like, oh, I sunbathe. And I go out in the nude in my yard. I'm like, Great, let's talk about it. We bring it up on the air. He's like, yeah, I wear my underwear. It's pretty much in the nude. Mm-hmm. I did it one time. Well, I was so self-conscious. Are you wearing the, like no, navy just... bloomers? What are you wearing out there? Leather chefs. Boxer Here's briefs. Just... Have, you, have you ever worn micro-modal underwear? Uh, uh, no. Oh, my God. But tell me more. It's so <laughs> comfortable. I'm actually wearing a pair right now. Micro model. Yeah, micro micro model or modal. Yeah, feels like you're Maybe wearing it's nothing at all. Oh my god, it's but just it's French. It's model. It's absolutely hedonistic. <laughs> I, can't, I can't recommend Why? it anymore. Because the way you see yourself, or because the way it feels. Both, Jim. It's like wearing women's underwear. Yes, it supports. It, it, Man, makes the ass just pop. All right, I can't, believe, I can't believe I'm looking up micro model. There's something to it, man. That better not be model. And oh my I mean, god, if he's looking at that like it's uh, it fr- is micro model, fr- fragile. I, you know what? Me and my tartar sauce. I like making it European. I try to mispronounce words sometimes. I got myself some French underwear. It's micro model. Have you guys heard of tartar? God, it's so I good. Have. Yes, tartar. <laughs> That's mm. an actual dish. Okay, that- here it is. It's micro modal, M O D A L. Micro modal underwear. So, how'd you find out about this underwear? Did you get a tube of it for Christmas? A or tube. Something? My yeah, like a canister. Oh, I see. Yeah. My mm. wife was like, you know, uh, they make uh, you know men's underwear. It's it's I- extremely expensive, but you know, if you like it, you know, I can. You know, grab a couple for that you because you got some just nasty old underwear you're wearing around. Your wife said, "We got to do some upgrade. To we got to upgrade this." No, I yeah. just don't understand why men's underwear, you it's know, so expensive. No, it just it always feels like sandpaper. Sometimes, you know, it's like the Lyndon Baines Johnson interview. Oh, like I want comfort. You know, I want beauty and grace and elegance. And she bought me a pack. It was like fifty dollars, but good so god in like heaven, briefs are they? Yeah, yeah they're box? like yeah, they're like boxer briefs, but they're like high cut. Oh yeah, man, okay. she loves them. Oh, that well, well. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, but you're not you're not sunbathing in the nude if you're wearing it's that. underpants. Yeah, but if you see me in these, you'd be like, Jesus Christ, put some pants on. <laughs> I'm thinking that like right now. Are they like boy shorts? Yep. Are they like South Beach? Uh, you yeah, know. they're like South. Are they Beach. like bikini? Style. They're like South Beach. They're like They're... bathing suits that guys in South Beach, you know, at the uh, Eden Rock would wear in 1952. Oh, yeah. Super. The good old days. Bikini-ish. Yeah, like Troy Donahue type bathing. Oh, like with legs. They have legs then. Yeah, just like little small. Yeah, but cu- yeah. cut off right there. Yep. The boy short type thing. Oh, I see. 
Oh, my God. So Modal is a type of rayon and is smooth, soft, and breathes extremely well. An extremely luxurious fabric. It's Gem. cool to the touch, absorbent, and similar in texture to silk or cotton. Does you, it stink? No. Unlike cotton. Rayon Stop and, it. Huh? It doesn't. It does go down this road? Really? It doesn't stink. Some of that stuff will really hold a stink. Unlike cotton, however, it's resistant to shrinkage and less likely to fade <laughs> or pill. Oh, for Jim, you would absolutely love this. I'm telling you. They make it large Ooh. or extra large. And the, I, I think. I don't know. And the micromodal yeah. version is perhaps more ideal for intimate apparel due oh, to its yeah. superior softness. I gotta look it up during oh, the break. Incredible. And uh, do they come in different colors? Yes. Oh, you name it. Amazon Prime, you could have it in two days. <laughs> You're wearing it by Friday. Oh. <laughs> Shaking that ass. Hey, I'm hey, a- watch it. <laughs> yeah. How expensive. Oh, it's relatively uh, cheap. It's up there? No, it's fine. Oh. It's it's not cheap. Like well, cheap. No, 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 yeah. no. I mean inexpensive, or is it, uh, what are you paying, 25 bucks a pair? It's like moderately priced. Well, I don't know what the... Yeah, a four-pack for 30 that. bucks. Oh, that is moderately priced. That's not bad at all. No. All right. Get on that. I'm <laughs> getting on it. I can't wait. It's the Thank you, friends. Good job today. It's the Phillips <laughs> File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A Florida man has been arrested after setting his neighbor's Corvette on fire. Maybe he was just trying to make it faster and got setting it on fire mixed up with painting flames on the side. Next, the Canadian government is denying that Justin Trudeau is Fidel Castro's love child. Oh, I tell you, if he were really Castro's love child, would he love syrup and hockey as much as he does? I rest my case okay then. Finally, Experts are claiming that children are struggling to hold pens because of excessive iPad use. At last. Computers are making their move. Soon humans will be dependent on us and the pen will go the way of the abacus. Ha 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 ha. Ahem. Sorry. Headlines were brought to you by the Phillips File Live blog. Go there to see Kathy Lee and Hoda audition for the voice at realradio.fm. And transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. From you are listening to The Phillips File, where horrible news is reported horribly. Real Radio. Right, here we go. 104.1. So you play. What are we going to do? Uh, what's his line? Get up oh, what, he just had his earphones slapping him in the face. We've all been I thought there. we were going to do... Uh... Yeah, well, we play music, then you come back, and then you set all it right, up. You well, said you were going to set it up. Hey, tell all us right, about uh, this, Jim. Yeah, well, well we're going to play uh, President Johnson again, because Fritz was talking about his micro-modal underwear, and then he referred to Lyndon Johnson. We That's have smooth. Yeah, yeah. there's a, a great uh, clip of Lyndon Johnson talking to his tailor, because he needs some adjustments with his suits and his pants. It's new slacks, yeah. This is always fantastic stuff. This is probably circa 1965 or yes. so, probably. This is Lyndon Johnson on the phone. He might from be the even, White House. He might even be sitting on the can. Yeah. Stop it. He's no, been he known to do that. that. He, was he did to talk that. a lot from the bathroom. That's so true. this is Lyndon Johnson talking to his tri- tailor about what he needs. I want them half an inch larger in the waist than they were before, except I want two or three inches of stuff left back in there so I can take them up. I vary 10 to 15 pounds a month, so uh, leave me at least two and a half, three inches in the back where I can let them out or take them up, and put it, make these a half an inch bigger in the waist, make the pockets at least an inch longer. <laughs> money, uh, My money and my knife and everything fall out. What do you just 
the pockets, when you sit down in a chair, the knife and your money comes out. So I needed at least another inch in the pockets. Now, another thing that crotch down where your nuts hang is always a little too tight. So when you make them up, give me a inch that I can let out there uh, because they cut me. It's just like riding a, a wire fence. These are almost these are the best that I've had anywhere in the United States. But uh, uh, when I gain a little weight, they cut me under there. So leave me. Uh, you never do have much margin there. But see if you can't leave me about an inch from the, where the zipper is uh, around uh, under my back of my bunghole. So I can let it out there if I need to. That's just the best ever. I never get tired of hearing that. <laughs> I was say president of that, the United that States. That's him, yeah. Talking to his tailor. Yeah. And he belches and then talks about his bunghole, and it's like, I can't even believe it. <laughs> ah, there is one one thing I do question is that the president of the United States carried a knife in his pocket. Yeah, he got a knife, and my money falls out. Carry yeah. little pocket knives to get right. the dirt from their fingernails yeah. and whatever. And he says everything yeah, falls when just, out look, when it's When you're just sitting down on the chair, your money and your knife is not falling. So when he's sitting down on the can, that's when everything falls. <laughs> like people who, oh, my God. And still the best. It is so funny. At the end is when it really just, I, I can't stop burps. myself. He belches and he never excuses himself. And then he talks about his bunghole. The end is, for me, the funniest That's part That's my ever. kind of present. There he is. Hats Hello. off, LBJ. Hats off to you. I, I'm taking any crap off you. Right away. I need a little bit where my nutsack uh, hangs. That is really so like a razor wire. <laughs> now you're riding a wire fence, exactly. Jim. Get it, it right. Backs up there near my bunghole. And I just need a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> Belch. Oh my God! That is just so inappropriate. Right, let's but so funny. Person, oh my God! <laughs> I'm crying over here. Oh, oh God! There we go. What's the prize? There quickly. You're gonna move this along. It's a four pack of tickets to the Kennedy Space Center. <laughs> uh, you can find out more oh, about that at kennedyspacecenter.com. There we go. Beth, you're first up. Pick a person, a place, or a thing. Beth. Oh my God! I can't quit laughing over LBJ. That is so hilarious. All right, come on, Beth. You hear the move dogs in the uh, Let's do a thing. Let's do a thing. What is the thing? Thanks to Brad. Yeah, Thank you, Brad. Uh, I see these things brought us closer following their invention during the early 17th century. What is this thing I'm talking about? I see these things brought us closer following their invention. Lighthouses. Lighthouses. Wait a minute. Ooh, good one. That's your final answer. Now, Strong, Lighthouse. Good though. job, uh, there, go, Beth. Go feed those dogs, Beth. Are Hillary. Here we go, Hillary. Clue number two. Look here. As a kid, many of us have owned one, if not one of our peers. Look here. As a kid, many of us owned one. Uh, these things brought us closer Ooh. following their invention during the early 17th century. Um, is it one of those kaleidoscope thingies? Yeah, it's not a kaleidoscope. It's a scopey type thing. A scopey type thing that kids... Yeah, it brought us closer. It just brought us oh, closer. Oh, I know. You know. Is it... Oh, wait, um, binoculars? Yeah, well, they, we, like a one binocular would be... Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, come, come on. on. You can do it. Uh, not a binocular, an ocular, a... Oh. A, oh, a, 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 a telescope. That's your final answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. telescope. All right, good job. Uh, we'll work your way through that. That's what we want. A telescope. Excuse me, now I'm burping and belching. Thank you, LBJ. <laughs> God almighty. It's almost as, don't you think there's a little parallel, a little similarity with the current... Current president? Uh, the thing about LBJ, though, LBJ was a real politician. LBJ, because he was Speaker of the House, because he had been a 
my politician for he know he knew how to work these guys. And plus he was big. He was just a big man who would invade your personal space to get He know, could arm wrestle you to get the votes he needed. He would you know, he would make sure that the vote he wanted, he would almost intimidate you because of his knowledge of how the process worked. So this guy doesn't know how the process works, Jackie. He doesn't. He just no, doesn't. I tend to agree with that. I don't think no. he has really a clue about how mm. you know the great uh, deal maker negotiator. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. No, know certainly anything. not. <laughs> Gets me. Yeah, Jim, right. getting <laughs> a lot of uh, positive feedback on Real Mobile seven seven zero three one, powered by David Moss Toyota, about uh, the start of the kind of focus on the opioid crisis that we're we'll talking tomorrow. Mr. X, right out of the box, we'll get this going. We don't have a lot of time to dilly-dally and introduce the program or do that, any any of that kind of stuff. So Mr. X comes in tomorrow. Uh, he's had problems with opioids and heroin for many, many, many years. Uh-huh. He's on the methadone program right now. And he says that's not a piece of cake either. And uh, essentially, from what uh, the email said, it's just been kind of a life of misery. College graduate, two degrees. Ran into some physical problems, got on painkillers uh, many years right. ago, and it started to go downhill from there. So, Mr. X tomorrow, starting at 3 on Real Radio 104.1. Let's get out of here. Good show today. Thank you, Fritz, for helping us out tomorrow, Wednesday. Busy day tomorrow all around. Back at 3 right after Sean. He's the news junkie with Sabrina and C-Lane. They follow the monsters in the morning tonight. Eat dessert first, grin like a dog, wonder aimlessly, pound your conch as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care.